You're listening to the Exeter Sports Network. 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 Ignition sequence start. Six, five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. Live on the Exeter Sports Network, it's the Exeter High School Football Playoffs featuring your Exeter Eagles taking on the Mustangs of Southwestern High School. Brought to you by Penn State Health St. Joseph on the web at thefutureofhealthcare.org. In-home oxygen and medical equipment at inhomeoxygen.net and CB Realty One. Now to the broadcast booth, here are your announcers, Darren Ziner and Mike Boyer. Good evening. Welcome to the Exeter Eagles pregame show on the Exeter Sports Network. We'll have all the action between the Southwestern Mustangs and your Exeter Eagles at the top of the hour. Tonight's pregame show is brought to you by In-Home Oxygen and Medical Equipment, 103 Lancaster Avenue in Reading. In-Home Oxygen has all the products you need to reduce strain, improve ligament stability, and protect healing tissue. We will work with your orthopedic specialist to treat chronic pain, overuse injuries, sprains, strains, and arthritis. We also offer solutions for injury prevention, pre- and post-surgery treatment, and rehabilitation from the leading manufacturers in the field. No matter the brace you need, In-Home Oxygen offers low and high-impact bracing solutions for everyday activities and sports. Our fit specialists can help you get back to your favorite activities today and experience a better quality of life. That's in-home oxygen and medical equipment on the web at inhomeoxygen.net. We're coming to you live from Don Thomas Stadium in Riften, Pennsylvania for tonight's playoffs between the Southwestern Mustangs and the Exeter Eagles. I'm Darren Ziner, joined by my, by my broadcast partner, Mike Boyer. And Mike, there's an excitement in the air. Exeter comes in at tonight having a week off due to the COVID issue with Daniel Boone. And it certainly made it interesting where Exeter would be placed in uh, the playoffs. Yeah, there was some speculation on where they would end up uh, with not playing the last game of the year, with teams also not playing and teams playing ahead of them, behind them, and kind of where it, it shook itself out to a point where I think Exeter's right where they should have been. Seven seed's a good seed for them, and I think they've earned that seven seed. Exeter has an overall record of 6-3, and 3-1 three, three and one in league play on the season. Exeter scored 362 points and allowed 162. We'll talk about the defense in a minute, but Mike, senior Colin Payne, averaging 151 passing yards per game this year, has done a fantastic job of managing football games all year. Yeah, I think he's done an outstanding job, as you said. You know, 13 touchdowns this year to five interceptions. Ratio there is outstanding. Uh, he's done a real nice job in finding open receivers. You know, he's got a number of weapons he can go to in Joey Schlaffer, J.R. Strauss, Carson Schmidt. He's got Ty Yoken coming out of the backfield. So, again, um, with those type of weapons and what he's done with that offensive line protecting him, he's had an outstanding season here. The young sung hero, and for those outside of Exeter football, those inside of it know it's been Eric Nangle, averaging nearly 106 yards a game. He's got speed, great vision. He's taken the offense on his back as he's been involved in over 51% of Exeter's offense. Now you talk about the eight games he's played this year. Four of those games, he's going over 100 yards, rushing the ball. He has 11 touchdowns on the season. You know, a big night tonight gets him at 1,000 yards in nine games. Um, so you're right, he's been the unsung hero, the guy who actually moved the chains for Exeter on a constant basis, running inside the tackle and outside. Mike, you mentioned Ty Yoakum. He's been the muscle when Exeter's needed it, whether it's a few yards or a goal line push. He's got that downhill running style, won't be denied. 
and a number of times just absolutely bullying his way to the yardage needed. Yeah, we, we always joke when we see him in that I formation down low when it's uh, first, second, third and goal, or it's uh, third and short, fourth and short. We know where that ball is going. And here's the other thing. So does the defense, and they are just unable to stop him on any type of constant, consistent basis. You know, the other thing that Ty Yoakum gives you, he's a great lead blocker. We talked about Eric Nangle and the success he's had this year during the regular season. A big part of that is Ty Yoakum's the lead blocker. In the passing game, Exeter can mix it up. They've got J.R. Strauss, Carson Schmidt, Joey Schlaffer. They basically allow Colin to chuck it around. Yeah, absolutely. We talked about the 13 touchdowns this year and, you know, six of them going to uh, J.R. Strauss, four of them going to Joey Schlaffer. And we've seen Joey Schlaffer's role continue to increase week in and week out. Uh, and I think he's going to be a huge weapon coming here in the playoffs in those one-on-one -on -one matchups. Uh, as you said, you know, you're going to try and stop Eric Nangle running the football here in the playoffs. And that brings people into the box. It puts coverage, the single recovery to the outside. You've got six, seven Joey Schlaffer out there one-on-one. -on -one. That is a great matchup for the Eagles and for Colin Payne. And we can't move on to the defense before we talk about the offensive line. They've been fantastic all season long, opening those holes. And props to Kyle Helm, the center, the guards, Lucas Palange, Kyle Lash. Tackle Sam Orzelek, Anthony Cachese, Mike. They've been opening holes and just providing great pass coverage all year long. You know, the one great thing for Exeter all year, and I, and I, I even pause to say this, it's been the same five or six guys up front all year long doing an outstanding job. Uh, they've opened holes, they've protected the quarterback, and they've really been, as you talk about the unsung hero, the hero of this team, whether it's the passing game or the running game, those five guys, as you said, have done an outstanding job all year long. Moving to defense, Ty Yoakum leads that stout defense, nearly seven tackles per game. Lucas Palange, J.R. Strauss, and we even saw Jacob Wolf back on the field in warm-ups, so that's encouraging. Mike Exeter's playing dominant football on defense against Burke's Catholic. They had nine tackles for loss against them. Playing very disciplined football. They're doing a great job containing the edges. Yeah, you know, you talk about the, the offensive line. The defense line is an outstanding job. We saw Joey Reedy week one against Central York, and he's kind of picked up his game at playing the defensive end. He and Lucas Palange both have done a great job. You've got Orzelak, Karstein in the middle, and Lash. Um, they protect those linebackers in Yoakum, Strauss, and Hollis. And uh, they let those guys run around. As you said about the secondary, secondary's doing a nice job taking balls away here the last few weeks. Uh, they've got one of the leading interception guys in the county in Callum Boyer with four in the season. Um, they've done a nice job all the way around defensively. And they've, they've really shut down people uh, ever since Hemfield. Now it's time to hear Coach Bauer's thoughts as he comes into tonight's game with Southwestern. Jerry Gellif here with Exeter head coach Matt Bauer. Coach, first, congratulations for qualifying for the PIAA District 3 playoffs and earning a first-round home game tomorrow night. Obviously, that had been the goal for you guys all along. Talk a little about how you saw your regular season go and about the strides that you made over the last three months. Well, again, we had some ups and downs, but these kids fought through a lot of adversity. I mean, obviously, we like to have the Henfield one back, but everything else, these kids gave everything they had. Uh, I think we improve from week to week, and you know what? I'm hoping we're hitting the stride at the right time going into the postseason. Who are some of the players that our listeners may not know much about but have been a surprise to you or have contributed more than you had foreseen entering the season? I definitely would say Andrew Miller, who's one of our cornerbacks, that has been rock solid for us all year long. Uh, you know the names, the Yokos and the Strausses. Eric Nangle's another one that really came into his own. I think he's one of the most underrated running backs uh, in the league for sure. He get, you know, he's a blue-collar kid that you know runs really, really hard. 
Uh, offensively, our Kyle Lash is another one that gives you everything he has on both sides of the ball. His motor has no end. And Lucas Palange is, an, you know, we're so fortunate to have two, you know, heck of a guards for sure. And they give, you know, they're both two-way players and they're dynamic for sure. With the cancellation of last week's game and what amounted to a bye week, how were you and your staff able to use that time in preparation for the playoffs? Well, again, it wasn't what we wanted, no question about it. It's very difficult, especially when you don't have an opponent, a foreseeable opponent. You know, we did the best we can. I thought our kids did the best they could. You know, we continue to practice. We continue to try to keep our routine. But it definitely was a challenge. Uh, I was glad, you know, that we had a definitive opponent on Sunday and we could start preparing accordingly. And I think that we're excited to have an opponent this weekend. You've seen the best and worst of what York County football has to offer this season. You have Southwestern coming in here tomorrow night. Tell us a little about them and how your Eagles will match up against them in the game. Well, I guess we're just going to have to see, you know, on film you can see that they do some things well. Uh, it's hard to t tell how physical they are or not. Uh, hopefully we can control the line of scrimmage and, you know, minimize our mistakes and have an opportunity to win. Here's the one that's going to make you cry. I promised you this one. Coach, tell me about your team. Well, again, I knew this was a special bunch coming in. And you know what? It goes. I tell these kids all the time, it goes by so fast, you know, to a savor the moments. I can't tell you that this season, even with all the adversity, has gone by so fast. It's a special bunch of unselfish kids. They pull for one another, and they deserve to have uh, a couple more games. And that's what my goal is, and that's what my staff's goal is. We want to keep this thing going as long as possible because that's what these kids deserve. You didn't cry. You're a stone, Matt Bauer. <laughs> well, we'll see. I don't want to start crying because I hopefully it's not the end. Good luck tomorrow night. Hey, Go you. get them. You got it. We appreciate Coach Bauer's time and wish the Eagles well against the Mustangs. We'll have more pregame comments after this commercial message from Penn State Health St. Joseph. You're listening to the Exeter Sports Network. Penn State Health St. Joseph is here for all your health and wellness needs. We have all the components to get you back to the health you need. Our primary care physicians and specialists see you soon. Our urgent care centers see you quickly. Our emergency room sees you now, and our on-demand app sees you anytime. Whether it's our primary care, urgent care, emergency care, or on-demand care, Penn State Health St. Joseph delivers the best care anywhere. Visit us on the web at thefutureofhealthcare.org. If you're looking to buy or sell a house, you need to contact Joe Wynn at CB Realty One. With nearly 20 years in real estate sales, Joe and CB Realty One are first-time buyer specialists, offer discounts that others don't, and are the most reliable realtors serving Berks, Montgomery, Bucks, and Philadelphia counties. You can win with Win by calling 267-421-3504. That's Joe Win at CB Realty One, 267-421-3504. Mike Southwestern comes into tonight's playoff game six and four overall, three and four in conference play. When we take a look at the one common opponent that Exeter and Southwestern had, Central York, Exeter lost 35-28.
back at the beginning of the season on October 1st, Southwestern lost 60 to nothing. So Mike, what might that tell you when we look at that one common opponent? Tells us Central York's really good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the um, truth. No, I, we, we were both here obviously at that first game when Exeter played Central York. It was a game that they could have won. Uh, one or two plays here or there. I don't think in, in looking at the Central York Southwestern game, there was any type of competition in the game. So I think that's got to stick somewhere in each team's minds of, of what the common opponent does and what it meant. The Mustangs are led by quarterback Shiloh Bevins, averaging 174 yards a game, averaging 138 yards in the air. But Mike, as we took a look at some tape, he scrambles around a lot. So the Exeter defense could have some time uh, with that offense. We will break away now for silence with the playing of our national anthem. Mike, before that break, talked about the quarterback Biving at that point we expect him to uh, be mobile in the pocket tonight. Let's put it that way. Absolutely. You know, uh, Shiloh Bivens does a nice job running the ball. He keeps the play alive. Uh, he's very athletic. Big kid, six foot four. You know, um, he's about 180 pounds senior. Uh, runs well, throws the ball well. Uh, I think the biggest task for him is, is staying mobile in the pocket, as you said, and, and, and giving his receivers time to get open. Uh, we'll see how much time he has to throw the ball just in straight drop back. Now, they did start rolling him out a lot more the last few games against Spring Grove, so maybe we'll see him on the move trying to get to the edge with a run pass option. We are almost ready for kickoff. Southwestern won the toss and elected to receive. They have Chris Lesher deep, as well as Damon Ogden. Mike Moser will take care of the kicking duties for Exeter as he has all year long. A brisk 48 degrees here at kickoff. By the end of this thing, we could be in the upper 30s. Exeter breaks the huddle. Mike Moser waiting for the referee signal. He has it. Exeter fired up on the sidelines. The fans are ready for this one to get started. Mike Moser approaching the ball. And it is in the air, and this is underway. Ogden takes the ball at about the eight-yard line. He's got the 20. There's not a whole lot there. He's forced back, tackled about the 18-yard line, and that's where Southwestern will take over first and 10. Nice job by the Exeter kickoff team and coverage there. You know, it's one of the things we've talked about all year long and what they need to do to start games and, and, and after scores is give the field position here to the defense. They've done a great job here starting off this game. First and 10 on the 18-yard line for the Mustangs. Bivens comes out in the shotgun. Two receivers right, one left, single back. Fakes the handoff, throws it in the flat, but there's absolutely nothing there. There's Joven Hollis from his outside linebacker position coming up here. They threw that little bubble pass to the motion man. Hollis came downfield from his linebacker position, lost a three on the play. It's going to bring up second and 13 for the Mustangs. Nice way to get a start for the extra defense. Second and 13 from the 15-yard line. Nice tackle there, not allowing him to get around the left edge. The Mustangs come out, two receivers wide right, one, two to the left, single setback. Here's the snap. It's a handoff to Cohen. Oh, no, it's not Cohen. 
The ball's on the ground, it's loose. And Exeter has it. They gave it to the fullback, Owen Reed, who had an opening on the left-hand side, but as he approaches the 25-yard line, the ball comes loose, Exeter is on it. Yeah, nice job of the defense there, coming up with a stop. Uh, fumble recovery number seven, Kellen Boyer, the safety. Um, probably should have just picked it up and kept running, but I think they're told that the ball's across line of scrimmage on a fumble, they got a fall on it. But a great chance here for Exeter starting here, what, in the 20, 30-yard line, 28-yard line? The 28-yard line, first and 10 Exeter. Colin Payne comes out in the gun. He's got Ty Yoakum, Eric Nangle to his left. Single receiver left, one in the slot. Payne goes straight back. He's looking, fires it to the left. Joey Schlopper has the catch, trying to break free, reaches out to the 10-yard line. That's an 18-yard pass, catch, run. First down, Exeter. Yeah, nice little play action here to start this. I, I like the play call coming off the turnover on the plus side of the field. Take a shot, throw the ball down the field, see what happens. And we talked about the back of Joey Schlaffer stepping up each week more and more. And there it is in the first play from scrimmage for offense. They mark it on the 11-yard line, so it'll be first and 10. They can get a first down inside the one. Colin Payne in the gun again, has Eric Nangle behind him, single receiver, right, one left, Nangle has it, running right, a huge hole up the middle, touchdown, Exeter! Great job there, Eric Nangle over the right side, just made a little bit of a cutback, took it in untouched from 11 yards out, and this is a great start for the Eagles here in district playoffs. 10-36 here in the first, Exeter taking advantage of the fumble recovery. Eric Nangle taking it in from 10 yards. Mike Moser on for the extra point. Absolutely, that's the way you want to get started. The ball's down, Moser's foot through it. And as it has been so many times this year, the kick is good. 10-36, here in the first, it's Exeter seven. Southwestern nothing. We'll be back after this message. You're listening to the Exeter Sports Net. In-home oxygen has all the products you need to reduce strain, improve ligament stability, and protect healing tissue. We will work with your orthopedic specialist to treat chronic pain, overuse injuries, sprains, strains, and arthritis. We also offer solutions for injury prevention, pre- and post-surgery treatment, and rehabilitation from the leading manufacturers in the field. No matter the brace you need, in-home oxygen offers low and high-impact bracing solutions for everyday activities and sports. Our fit specialists can help you get back to your favorite activities today and experience a better quality of life. That's in-home oxygen and medical equipment on the web at inhomeoxygen.net. Mike Moser has the ball on the tee. He's approaching it, and he kicks off again. Ogden will take it on the left-hand side at about the six. He's got the 20, the 25, the 30, and that's where he gets absolutely stuck. Gavin Reiking came down the kickoff team there and just laid the wood. A really nice open field tackle on that return. As you said, Ogden got it out to about the 34-yard line, and he was just stuck in the moment. Reiking, an absolutely fantastic job. You want to talk about textbook. Lowered that shoulder right into the midsection, took him down hard. First and 10 Mustangs on their own 34. They come out of the huddle. 
Bivens in the gun, trips right, two receivers to the left, man in motion from right to left, try to bubble to the right, it's incomplete. Tried to hit Josh Wazowitz in the flat, but he couldn't come up with it. We got a flag in the play here, Dan. It's from the back judge. I'm not sure what it's gonna be, unless that ball was across the line of scrimmage, which I didn't think it was. So let's see what happens here. It's gonna be holding against Southwestern. That'll take them back 10. Darren, you kind of commented there in the break about things going right and things going wrong. If you're Southwestern right now, you've had two offensive plays in the first drive where you lost yardage and turned the ball over, and now you got an incomplete pass, and then is actually going to take the penalty here? Yeah, and then, again, a 10-yard penalty. So three plays in a row with negative results. It'll take them back to the 24-yard line, first and 20. The Mustangs waiting for personnel from the sideline coming in with the play. Exeter waiting for them on the ball. Exeter in their home black jerseys with light blue lettering, white helmets, blue stripe down the middle. The Mustangs in white, gray helmets, gray pants. Bivens in the gun, takes the snap. He's rolling left, he's looking, he's looking. There's nothing there. He finally decides to bring it down, runs out of bounds forced out by a duo of Exeter Eagles. Yeah, it looked like um, Lucas Palange forced him out of bounds there. Nice job. Maybe a gain of two? Looks like they're going to mark it on the 26. That will be a gain of two. It'll be second and 18. The Mustangs out of the huddle. Bivens in the gun, single setback, two receivers left, two right, one man in motion. Bivens straight back, throws a, tries to throw a screen to the left-hand side. J.R. Strauss all over that. Saw the screen coming, came downhill from his linebacker position and just ate it up. Great play there by a senior linebacker, the Villanova commit, J.R. Strauss. Tried to get the ball to the fullback, Owen Reed, but as Mike mentioned, J.R. Strauss all over that, no gain on the play. It'll make it third and 18. Yeah, they're gonna go empty here again. So they got the trips to the right, two to the left. There's the snap to Bivens, he drops straight back. There's pressure on him, he escapes it, he's rolling right, he throws right, it's complete. No, they're gonna say he was out of bounds. Looked like he actually got a foot in, but they're gonna say incomplete. Yeah, I don't know, he got a foot in there. He caught the ball, I thought it was secured. I, um, it certainly hey, looked like it. Good break for the Eagles there. So Damon Ogden had, it looked like had the catch, but he was determined to be out of bounds. So fourth down for the Mustangs. And they'll punt it away from their own 26. Here's the snap, Wolf and Strauss are deep. The ball hits at the 50 and literally rolls out of bounds just inside the 50 on the Mustang side of the field. I'd like to see GR Strauss be a little more aggressive there, come up and fair catch that ball. Um, you know, but again, stays on the plus side of the field, not a bad situation, but I'd like to see him come up and fair catch that ball, be a little more aggressive when the ball's in the air. 
9.21 to go here in the first. Exeter on top, 7-0. Exeter comes off the sideline over the ball. Colin Payne will be in the gun. He'll have Ty Yoakum to his right, Eric Nangle behind him. J.R. Strauss in tight on the left side. Joey Schlaffer split out to the left. Here's the snap, he's got it. It's a toss to Nangle running left. He's got the 45. They're gonna give him the 44 yard line. It'll be a gain of six, call it second and four. Knocked out of bounds number 25, Robbie Sterner for the Southwestern uh, Mustangs. Uh, good play for Exeter, gain of six, possibly seven there on the first down play. And, and again, Nangle just moving chains. Second and four for Exeter, ball marked on the 44. They break the huddle. Colin Payne in the gun again, has Ty Yoakum to his right, Eric Nangle behind him. Joey Schlaffer now to the right. The handoff goes to Nangle right up the middle. He's gonna pick up three yards. He'll be a yard short. It's going to be third and one for Exeter. Yeah, nice job there getting three yards, being up third and short. Um, you know, on this side of the field, a seven point lead. A lot of options here. You can throw the ball, play action, hand the ball off. I, I imagine we'll run the ball here with Nangle again or maybe even tie Yoakum out of the eye. Let's see what we get. We've seen Ty Yoakum get the short yardage all year long. Let's see if he doesn't do it again. Colin Payne, they're going power under center. Hands it to Yoakum, running off the left side. There's a huge hole. He gets to the 30, inside the 30. Let's see where they mark him, the 33. And it'll be first and 10 Exeter, huge hole. Yeah, absolutely. You know, we talk about third and short there. He didn't get touched, so he's about eight yards into the secondary. So nice job there by the, uh, the offensive line blocking and opening up that hole for Ty Yoakum over the left-hand side. Nine-yard run for Ty Yoakum. First and 10 Exeter from the Mustang 32. They come out of the huddle. Colin Payne in the gun. He has an angle behind him. Single receivers left and right. Fakes the handoff. He's looking for Schlopper down the middle. He's got him. Schlopper has it. Touchdown. He put the ball up, it almost was a jump ball. The defender had a chance, but there's where the 6'7", Joey Schlaffer has the height advantage, went up, met the ball at the uh, apex, touchdown Exeter. Yeah, we talked about the fact <clears throat> Exeter was double tight there. They had Yoakum and uh, Strauss at the tight ends. They had Schlaffer split out by himself. He ran a post route, one on one, beat number six there, the uh, backup quarterback, Evan Jekowski, and uh, six points again for Exeter. Great start here to the game. Mike Moser ready to kick the ball through. The referees throw the flag. This could be a delay of game. Oh, they're gonna call procedure against Exeter, so they'll walk it back five. That drive taking one minute and 10 seconds for Exeter. That might have been the quickest I've ever seen a ball spotted after a score in high school sports. So Mike Moser now with the PAT and he bangs it through. 8-11 to go here in the first. It's Exeter 14, Southwestern nothing. We'll be back after this message. You're listening to the Exeter Sports
The arena's been shut. The ice has been melted. The stands have been empty. But a new day has dawned. The lights are back on. The ice is frozen. The boys are back. It's time to get back to hockey. Your Ruddy Royals and the ECHL are back at Santander Arena. The 2021-22 season starts on October 22nd. Get your tickets now. We'll sell you the whole seat, but you'll only need the edge. Here's Mike Moser with the kickoff. Ogden and Lesher deep for the Mustangs. Ogden has it again on the left-hand side, takes about the eight-yard line. He's got the 20, 25 on the right side, then he runs out of bounds. Let's see where they mark him at. Looks like they're going to give him, we're going to say about the 28-yard line, maybe just shy of the 28. You know, forced out of bounds there by Kyle Lash, the guard and the defensive lineman, running downfield and coverage for kickoff. So again, we're in the postseason now. You put your best 11 guys or best 10 guys, you can run down the field and tackle. The Mustangs break the huddle. Bivens in the gun. Running back to his left, two receivers right and left. Motion from right to left. The handoff goes to Bull up the middle. Yes, that's his name, Cohen Bull. Give him about three yards. They'll mark him. Actually, there looks like they're going to give him five yards. They're going to mark him at the 33. That's a five-yard gain. It'll be second and five. The Mustangs in the huddle awaiting the play. Exeter waiting for him at the line. Bivens in the gun. He's got Bull as the setback. Three receivers right, one left. There's the snap. He drops straight back. He's looking. Anthony Cachese forces him out of the pocket, fires it to the right side at the sideline. It's going to be a minimal game. J.R. Strauss forces him out. They'll mark him at the 36-yard line. It'll be third and two. Yeah, again, we talked about the ability of Bivens to create in the pocket. Got himself out of the pocket there, scrambled to his right. Hit number 10 there, Martin. Um, you know, brings up a third and short for, for uh, Southwestern. A chance to convert and get some positive going their way. 6.45 to go here in the first. The Mustangs getting the play. One thing I noticed is the play clock runs down pretty far before they actually snap it. We're at five right now. Bivens in the gun, trips right, two to the left. And I'm gonna say Exeter came across the line. We'll see if they were pulled off. Exeter's been pretty disciplined all year long. I'll bet to say this is a procedure against the Mustangs. And it is. Watch out, casinos tonight. Darren Ziner's coming down. I'm coming down with a 20. Get ready. <laughs> Can last you all night long to get the streak. <laughs> it would have to. <laughs> so we talked about the fact that Southwest was in third and short, offsides now. You know, lack of discipline there. Now they're in third and long situation. And again, you know, they're going to protect their quarterback here because I imagine Exeter is going to try and come and get him here. Third and seven from the 31. Bivens in the gun. Two receivers right, three to the left. 
motion from left to right. Here's the snap. He drops straight back. He's looking down the middle. There's nothing there. He's flush from the pocket. He tucks it. He's running far left. He's got the first down. He gets out to nearly the 45. It'll be a first down for the Mustangs. A run of 14 yards for the quarterback, Bivens. Yeah, we talked about the fact that he is dangerous when he gets outside the pocket. Uh, nobody open. They had five receivers out in the routes here. Nobody open. And uh, Bivens did a nice job escaping, finding room to find a first down. First and 10 from the 45. 5.40 to go here in the first. Bivens in the gun. He's got fullback to his right, motion from left to right. Handoff goes to the fullback. There is absolutely nothing there. He is brought down. Owen Reed trying to go up the middle. Nothing there. It's going to be a loss of one. Second and 11 from the 44. Yeah, nice job by the uh, extra defensive line there, led by Anthony Cachese, the 6'6, six, 6'7, six, 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 depending which publication, what program you read. Uh, did a nice job there in collapsing that down and just shutting off the goal. If it was there. a basketball program, he'd be 6'11. <laughs> That's with the afro for Fletch. That's right. Bivens in the gun. He's got Reed to his right. Takes the snap. He's rolling to his right, looking downfield, looking downfield, tries to. Tries to hit Ogden at the near side, but it's far over his head and out of bounds, so it's incomplete. It's going to be third down and 11. Again, Exeter's got to contain Bivens here, keep him in the pocket, keep the rush hard on the outside, push the pocket back on the interior here, and keep him in the pocket, not let him get outside of it and escape. He's done a nice job when he came out to his right throwing and to his left running. We talked about it in the pregame where Exeter has done a fairly good job as far as containing the QB, but right now allowing him to get on the outside, you don't want that to hurt him. Bivens in the gun. He takes the snap. He's looking. He's flushed out of the pocket left. He's still looking downfield, throws it deep, trying to hit number 11, Josh Wazowitz. It's incomplete. Yeah, that's a and tough throw to make there, going hard to his left, trying to throw across his body. You know, Wazowitz was the receiver to the near side of the field, running all the way across. In coverage was uh, Andrew Miller, number three, the corner, and the safety, number seven, Kellen Boyer, was back there as well. Uh, that's a deep ball to throw hard to your left. The Mustangs in punt formation. J.R. Strauss and Jake Wolf back for Exeter. Jake Wolf will take it somewhere around the 24-yard line, trying to reverse field, and he does, running right to left. A flag comes in. Wolf still on his feet. A lot of east and west running, but flags come in. Unfortunately for Exeter, Andrew Miller blocked in the back there on the, on the gunner, blocked him in the back. We're going to get a block in the back here. It's going to push the ball all the way back to the extra 12-yard line. So the referees talk it over. And ultimately, they will walk it off. Waiting for the referees to actually mark the ball. So they actually put it on the 13-yard line where Exeter will take over first and 10. 
4.27 to go here in the first. It's 14-0 Exeter. A little score update here from Berks County in the Eastern Conference playoff games. Fleetwood leads Boyertown 8 to nothing. 5.05 to go here in the first quarter. The handoff goes from Colin Payne. Ty Yoakum runs off the left side all the way down to the 30-yard line. It's a 17-yard run for Ty Yoakum and an Exeter first down. A little misdirection there. They faked the toss to the right, gave the ball underneath Yoakum. He rambled for, as you said, 17 yards for an eagle first down. Got them a little bit further away from the goal line, so that's good to see. It is the offensive line doing their job again, opening up gaping holes, and they're, bit, they're hitting them quick. Colin Payne now under center. He's got Ty Yoakum behind him along with Nangle. Yoakum gets it. He's running to the left side, running free. It's a first down. He's still on his feet, taken down just shy of the 45. They'll mark him at the 44. That's a 14-yard gain this time, first down Exeter. Yeah, nothing fancy in that play. They just turned around and handed the ball to Ty Yoakum and said, okay, run. Follow your big boys up front and see what you can do. And again, another first down for the Eagles. Nice job by Ty Yoakum there on back-to-back runs. Um, I would anticipate we're not going to give it to him three times in a row, but um, maybe a little play action here. Let's see what we get. 31 yards for Yoakum on the last two carries. So Colin Payne's in the gun. He's got Eric Nangle behind him. Fakes the handoff to him. Rolls right, throws right. Hits Ty Yoakum now on the right side, and he just lowers his head. Bulls through. First down Exeter into Mustang territory, and they'll mark him at the 42-yard line. Yeah, nice little misdirection play there. They, they, they booted out, reversed out. They on play action left, rolled um, Payne to his right, um, hit Ty Yoakum in the flat there off his tight end position, and another big pickup. A 14-yard pass play to Yoakum. He's involved in all three of the offensive plays thus far. Well, betting man, what do you think? Four in a row, or? I'm going Eric Nangle. Okay. Colin Same Payne bet. under center. There's the ball to Nangle trying to run left, but there's nothing there. He is hit behind the line of scrimmage. He's actually going to lose three yards. Yeah, nice job by linebacker there, Josh Wozowicz, the senior, uh, number 11 for Southwestern. Came right through the left side of the uh, Exeter offensive line. Made a big play in the backfield for a loss of two or three. Another Burks County upscore da- uh, update. Uh, big Springs. Uh, 6-0 over Conrad Weiser in the 4A District 3 playoffs. So uh, Big Springs coached by Joe Sinkovich, the old head coach at Hamburg. Second and 13 for Exeter at the 45. Colin Payne under center. He's got Yoakum and Nangle behind him. Fakes the handoff. No, he actually gives it to Nangle, but I'll tell you what, the Mustangs are showing up this time. There's another loss of three. It's going to be third and 16. Yeah, real nice play there by Aiden Owasaki, 61, a sophomore. Um, Owasaki's a guy they like to use in different areas. He actually plays offense as a backup fullback in uh, pass protection and like ISO blocking. Uh, but a nice job there by the sophomore. Beat our, our interior alignment to the backfield. And again, Exeter going back here two plays in a row. Uh, we'll see what we get here. Downfield passing, Schlaffer or Schmidt. Let's see what we get. Third and 16 from the 48. We're under two minutes to go here in the first. 14 nothing Exeter. Colin Payne in the gun. He's got an angle to his left. They throw it to him in the flat. There's not a whole lot there. He's run out of bounds by a couple of Mustang players. Yeah, a little swing pass there to Nangle out of the backfield. 
Um, didn't pick up a whole lot. It's going to be fourth and extra long. I think they're going to bring Mikey Moser in here to punt, pin him deep. Play some field position here at the end of the first quarter. He's marked out at the 46, so it would be a gain of two on the pass play. Ultimately, fourth and 14, Exeter is set up in punt formation. Mike Moser ready to kick it away. He does his typical run to the side and kick it. The ball hits inside the 10, and it's dying inside the five, down to the one-yard line where it's downed, and that's where the Mustangs will take over first and 10. That was a beautiful punt. That thing checked up. Um, did an outstanding job, rolled itself dead, and it would have died itself on the one-yard line. That's an outstanding punt for Mikey Moser. Mike Moser has done a fantastic job, not only with the PATs, but with the punting. Pinning him deep. And they'll have a long way to go just to get out of the shadow of their own goal line. Yeah, here's the job where the extra defense has to step up, keep field position here, get a three and out, get a short field, and kind of really have a chance to put this game away here early in the second quarter if they get the ball back soon. 1.23 to go here in the first. The Mustangs come out with Bivens under center, single setback, two receivers right. There's the snap, the handoff. They're just trying to run it right up the middle. Taking yeah. a look to see who they had in the backfield at the time. 61 was the fullback. So they gave it to Cohen Bull, give him two yards. It's going to be second and eight on the three-yard line. And again, I told you they put that Wysocki, number 61, the defensive tackle in the backfield as a lead blocker, and that's where he is right now. The Mustangs come out of the huddle. We're under a minute to go here in the first. Bivens is under center. Two receivers right. He's dropping back, looking to pass, but it's the ball is tipped. Phil it's Garrison, Garrison. Two. Yep, nice job. Phil Garrison in there right now. Coming up from outside linebacker position. Got his hand on. He got it knocked down. Bring up third and long. With the ball on the three-yard line. Again, Exeter needs to get a big stop here for field position purposes. Third and eight for the Mustangs. That's right. They get the stop here. They're looking at really good field position. The clock stopped. 36 seconds left here in the first. Play clock at 15, the Mustangs just break the huddle. Bivens under center, he's got Bull in the backfield, two receivers right. Here's the snap, hands it off to Bull, but there is absolutely nothing there. Hammered at the line of scrimmage. In fact, it, he's going to lose yardage. Fairly close to the goal line, probably back to the original line of scrimmage. Yeah, they're going to give him the one-yard line here. Um, you know, I, I think it's a fair decision where they put the ball there. He was he was hit in the backfield, but he was not in the end zone. He was driven back into the end zone. So again, this should end the quarter here. And they're going to let the clock wind down, and that's the end of the first quarter. Here in Riften, Exeter 14, Southwestern nothing. We'll be back with second quarter action after this commercial break. You're listening to the Exeter Sports Network.
Seasons Cafe in Flying Hills scratches your gourmet itch. Chef Joe Church has been serving Redding's culinary community for 35 years with delicacies like sea bass, Norwegian trout, galamad, and the house favorite, sautéed soft-shell crabs. Seasons has a TripAdvisor rating of 4.9 out of 5 and serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner Wednesday to Sunday with a Sunday brunch to live for. That's Seasons Cafe in the Flying Hills Center. Check us out on Facebook for hours of operation. We are back. Waiting for the players to come back onto the field for the start of this second quarter. And, Mike, you might have a scoring update for us. I have a few of them here. So we'll start District 3 playoffs in the uh, 4A contest. Hamburg trails Bermudian Springs 6-0 heading into the second quarter. And then in 6A uh, District 3 playoffs, Exeter leads, uh, I'm sorry, yeah, Exeter. Wilson leads uh, William Penn, York High, 8-6. In Eastern Conference play, Fleetwood all over Boyertown, 16 to nothing at the end of the first quarter. Here's the punt. He gets it away. It's actually a nice kick. J.R. Strauss has it at the 40. Now he's at the Mustang 30, trying to reverse field. That's where he's going to be gang tackled. But Exeter will start with fantastic field position at the 30-yard line of the Mustangs. Yeah, take a look at that first quarter. You know. I have unofficially Southwestern with 15 plays for three yards, with counting the penalty and stuff like that. And I have X with 122 yards and two scores. Exeter coming onto the field from a sideline huddle. They're looking at J.R. Strauss's helmet. So anyway, we go back onto the field. Colin Payne is in the gun. He's got Ty Yoakum to his right, Nangles behind him. And the officials actually Exeter. Exeter is calling timeout. 11.46 to go here in the second. We'll be back with more action. You're listening to the Exeter Sports Network. If you're looking to buy or sell a house, you need to contact Joe Wynn at CB Realty One. With nearly 20 years in real estate sales, Joe and CB Realty One are first-time buyer specialists, offer discounts that others don't, and are the most reliable realtors serving Berks, Montgomery, Bucks, and Philadelphia counties. You can win with Win by calling 267-421-3504. That's Joe Win at CB Realty One, 267-421-3504. First down for Exeter, and this first down brought to you by Penn State Health St. Joseph on the web at thefutureofhealthcare.org. Colin Payne in the gun, Ty Yoakum to his right, Eric Nangle behind him, Joey Schlaffer wide right, flags fly before the snap. It's going to be... Offsides on the Eagles. It is against Exeter, it is false start. I held off saying it because the far side official actually said offsides on the offense, which typically offsides is the defense. So, Exeter. all right, so illegal procedure. <laughs> Exeter had to take that timeout because uh, Jar Strauss's helmet broke. 
And so they had to find someone to replace the helmet with on the sidelines who had the same size helmet. And so, unfortunately, you have a helmet buddy, and his helmet buddy gave him his helmet, and now he's back in the game. The snap goes to Colin Payne, who gives it to Eric Nangle, running off the left, still on his feet, still on his feet. He gets hit by Josh Wazowitz, fighting for yardage. They're going to mark him at the 29. It'll be a gain of six. Call it second and nine. Give Southwestern a little credit here the last two series. Defense has kind of started to step up a little bit in the interior. So a six-yard run for Eric Nangle. That was a hard-fought six yards. Exeter breaks the huddle. They're over the ball. Joey Schlaffer split far right. Carson Schmidt on the left. Colin Payne in the gun. He's got Eric Nangle behind him. Power up front. He drops straight back. Gets it to Nangle to the right side in the flat. A lot of room to run. He's got the 20 where he's tackled. They'll get him to the 19-yard line. That's a gain of 10 and an Exeter first down. Darren, some quick updates around the county here. Uh, back in District 3 playoffs, Twin Valley Trail, Spring Grove 12-0. Conrad Weiser, 7, Big Spring 6. Wilson 15, York High or William Penn 6, and Daniel Boone and Waynesboro are tied 14-14, which is an interesting score. In the Eastern playoffs, Nanakoke 7, Schuylkill Valley 0. The toss goes to Nangle over the right side. Not a whole lot there. He might get a yard. It'll be second and nine. You know, the one thing right now that Southwestern is doing is they're really shading their safety over top of Joey Schlaffer with the corner. I would like to see us take the tight end down the middle of the field here and look to hit J.R. Strauss down the middle because they are overplaying right now Joey Schlaffer on the outside. I always say when those linebackers are trying to stop the run, that's exactly right. You throw J.R. Strauss behind him on a goal post, touchdown. Look, all their, right now their whole secondary is within five yards of the ball. Colin Payne in the gun. He takes the snap, hands it off to Ty Yoakum, who's running left. Josh Wazowitz hits him at the line of scrimmage. He might be able to lean forward for another yard. It's going to be third and eight. Yeah. Exeter's got to open up their offense a little bit here right now. Um, Southwest has just caved in the box. They've got eight, nine guys in the box right now. They're set up to stop the run. Now you've got to hit a little play action, throw the ball down the field, or just go straight drop back and throw the ball down the field. They've got to open up this defense a little bit. Exeter breaks the huddle. Carson Schmidt wide left. Joey Schlaffer on the right. Colin Payne in the gun. He's got an angle behind him. Fakes the handoff. He's looking for Carson Schmidt over the middle. He hits him in the end zone. Touchdown, Exeter. There it is. Little play action. Nice ball by Colin Payne. Hit Carson Schmidt on the post. They ran Strauss on a little out route. Held the corner out there. A little misdirection on that. They brought Schmidt behind it on the post. Beautiful pass, beautiful catch, and Exeter is now going to be up 20-0 with 8.59 to go here in the second quarter. An absolutely beautiful route, a beautiful throw, and it's 20-0 Exeter pending the PAT. Mike Moser is on the field, but he's waiting for a holder. There's 10 seconds on the play clock. You, you do not take a timeout here. If anything, take the delay game and kick it from deeper. You just let it run. The ball's down. His foot's through it. 
flag on the play, though. It's no good, but there is a flag on the play. Uh, no flag, no flag, no flag. Mike saw laundry on the field, but apparently there was none. Unfortunate there that Colin Payne, after the touchdown, kind of lost track of the fact that he's the holder. And again, you've got to be more disciplined than that. You've got to know you're the holder, and so you're on the field. We've got time for a quick break. You're listening to the Exeter Sports Network. In-home oxygen and medical equipment are Berks County's foremost sleep apnea equipment specialists. We have a full line of CPAP and BiPAP supplies, including the area's largest variety of machine masks and cushions. Respiratory specialists are on staff to assure proper fitting and explanation of sleep apnea devices. We accept the most insurance companies of any provider in the area. In-home oxygen at 103 Lancaster Avenue in Reading. Call 610-929-2004. In-home oxygen. Mike Moser kicks the ball off. It goes to the far side of the field. Ogden went over to field it, but it goes out of bounds. So the ball will come out to the 35, and that's where the Mustangs will have it first and 10. Uh, another update here uh, for a game you can hear on JG Media Channel 3. Fleetwood Tigers 22 to nothing over the Boyertown Bears uh, in the middle of the second quarter. So they're marking the ball. The Mustangs in the huddle. Started the play clock, and now we're ready to go. Bivens is in the gun. Two receivers left, two receivers right, single fullback. Here's the snap. It's the handoff to the fullback. He's trying to run right, but there is absolutely nothing there. It's going to be second and ten. Big Kyle Hellman at nose guard right now this series. And Kyle Hellman, a real nice play. Again, went right through the center, made the play. That's, they're going to give him no gain or possibly a little bit of gain, but I thought that was a loss of yard there. The Mustangs handing the ball to Owen Reed that time. The Mustangs break the huddle. They've got trips to the left, single receiver right, single setback, read in motion from right to left. They try to go to him in the flat with a pass. He catches it, but there's not a whole lot there. Lucas Polange all over him for the tackle. Yeah, he tried to pump fake on the bubble first and looked downfield. Nobody was open, so he threw it back to the motion man anyhow, but Lucas wins a nice job there, uh, making it third and long here for Southwestern. Give him three yards on the pass and catch. It's going to make it third and seven, and Mike, the Mustangs have struggled with third and long yardage. Yeah, you know, in going back to some earlier games, they played York High, William Penn, and threw the ball about 48 times that game. We might see the same thing here tonight. Uh, they might just start airing out every play. Trips left, single receiver right, receiver in motion, oh, but there's going to there. be a flag because yeah. he already was moving upfield before the snap. You have to go north of the border to Canada to be able to run that type of motion and not get it called against you. 
that's one of those when you know you're offsides, just keep going. It doesn't matter at that point. Maybe they won't see it, or they're just in shock that you actually did it. It's so blatant, just keep going. Maybe it'll be like, maybe I didn't see it that way. Third and 12 from the 33-yard line. Seven and a half to go here in the second. 20 to nothing, Exeter. Another score update again. 6A, District 3 playoffs. Wilson 22, York High 6. And for a big spring, 14, Connor Weiser, 7. The Mustangs call timeout. They literally broke the huddle with about 8 on the play clock, probably less than 5 till they got to the line, and they call timeout. 7.14 to go here in the second. Exeter, 20. The Mustangs, nothing. We'll be back after this message. You're listening to the Exeter Sports Network. Penn State Health St. Joseph is here for all your health and wellness needs. We have all the components to get you back to the health you need. Our primary care physicians and specialists see you soon. Our urgent care centers see you quickly. Our emergency room sees you now, and our on-demand app sees you anytime. Whether it's our primary care, urgent care, emergency care, or on-demand care, Penn State Health St. Joseph delivers the best care anywhere. Visit us on the web at thefutureofhealthcare.org. Third and 12 for the Mustangs at the 33. Three receivers right, one left, single setback. Bivens in the gun, here's the snap. He drops straight back, he's looking straight down the field. He's gonna get flushed. There's nothing there and a trio of Eagles sack him. Yep, led by Sam Orzelak and J.R. Strauss. And again, another nice stand by the Exeter defense here, uh, closing out this second quarter. It's a loss of four on the sack, fourth and 16, and it will force the Mustangs to punt. Max Wizensale on the punting duties for the Mustangs. Jacob Wolf, J.R. Strauss deep for Exeter. The punt is on the way, it's high. J.R. Strauss with a fair catch, he, he muffs it, and it's recovered by the Mustangs. It bounced off of J.R. Strauss's chest. Number 70, taking a look as who that is. Number 70, uh, that is Sam Jamison, the long snapper, who's down there covering on the punt. And again, you know, you just got to be more shorthanded catching punts there. So the Mustangs will get the ball first and 10. The ball on the Exeter 43-yard line. Six twenty-nine to go here in the first. The Mustangs come out, trips left, two receivers right, single. In fact, it goes to Bivens, and it's a quarterback draw. He'll get to the 35-yard line where he's brought down. It'll be a gain of eight. Call it second and two, a design draw from the get-go. And again, they went no backs there, emptied out the backfield, put three to one side, two to the other. Just took the snap, took a step back, ran the draw play. A nice game for them now. Uh, again, they're going to spread out extra the rest of the game, I imagine, try and throw the ball or, or run plays off it. I doubt we'll see many running backs the rest of the game here until the game gets to a certain point. So an empty backfield. Bivens is in the gun. They go with their trips right, two receivers to the left. Here's the snap. 
He drops straight back, fires it to the right. It's complete to Ogden, who's going to get down to about the 30-yard line. It'll be a first down for Southwestern. Yeah, again, so Southwestern going trips to the right, two receivers to the left, empty backfield, threw a quick screen out there on a second down and short and picked up enough yards for the first down and moved the chains here with, with over 5.40 to go here in the second quarter yet. A chance for them to get back in the game right here. First and 10, Southwestern ball at the 30-yard line. Let's see if they come out with their trips, and they do. Trips left, two to the right. Bivens alone in the gun, takes the snap, fakes a shovel, trying to run left, but there's not a whole lot of running room. Joey Reedy was the first to meet him, pushes him back. This is going to be no gain, second and 10. Richie Karstein on the right-hand side. Yeah, nice job there by Richie Karstein. Um, as you said, Joey Reedy, Sam Orzalak. You know, the defense line's done a nice job today. Um, we're going to see them keep spreading them out here and see what they're going to do. If you're Southwestern, you've got to start taking shots down the field a little bit too. So the Mustangs come out, two receivers left, two right. Reed, the fullback in the backfield. Bivens in the gun. There's motion. Reed has the handoff. He's running straight up the middle. There is a hole for him. He gets inside the 25. Let's see where they mark him. They're going to put the ball at the 24-yard line. You know, a little run there, a little room to run there by Reed, but I want to tell you, Eric Lash got tackled at the line of scrimmage by the right guard. Literally had it got tackled on that running play, so maybe there's a little reason why there was a hole to run through there. A six-yard run makes it third and four at the 24. We're at 4.20 to go here in the second. Play clock at 15. They just break the huddle. They're using the fullback Owen Reed, a side of Bivens in the gun. Two receivers left, two right. Here's motion from right to left. There's the snap. Bivens took a step back. It's a quarterback keeper. Looks like he's going to get to about the... They're going to give him the 18-yard line. Well, Darren, we had said Bivens was one of those athletic guys on that team, throwing the ball, running the ball, and again, that's where Southwestern's going. They're, they're putting the ball in Bivens' hands saying, hey, if you can run it, run it. If you can throw it, throw it, but it's up to you. So we're looking at fourth and two, the ball on the 22-yard line. Southwestern going to take a timeout here. I'll tell you, it looked like Bivens got a few more yards. They only gave him two on the play, so nicely done, Exeter, keeping him from first down yardage. And they let the clock run to the uh, one on the play clock, and the Mustangs call timeout. 3.06 to go here in the second. Exeter 20, Southwestern nothing. We'll be back after these messages. You're listening to the Exeter Sports Network.
Inhome Oxygen has all the products you need to reduce strain, improve ligament stability, and protect healing tissue. We will work with your orthopedic specialist to treat chronic pain, overuse injuries, sprains, strains, and arthritis. We also offer solutions for injury prevention, pre- and post-surgery treatment, and rehabilitation from the leading manufacturers in the field. No matter the brace you need, Inhome Oxygen offers low and high-impact bracing solutions for everyday activities and sports. Our fit specialists can help you get back to your favorite activities today and experience a better quality of life. That's in-home oxygen and medical equipment on the web at inhomeoxygen.net. Back at Exeter, the Mustangs come from the sideline right into over the ball. Bivens under center. He's got Reed, fakes the handoff. He's being chased, running left trying to throw it over the middle. It's intercepted by Ty Yoakum at the 15. He's running left. He's got the 35. He'll be tackled around the 37-yard line. Anthony Cachese trying to chase down Bivens. He throws the ball to the middle of the field where Ty Yoakum is waiting, makes the interception first down Exeter. The Mustangs were trying to hit number five in the flat there, but again, as the quarterback rolled to his right, Bivens was flushed right back into his left, and then he just kind of threw it up for grabs down the middle of the field there, and Ty Yoakum on the spot to make the interception, and the Exeter defense stands and turns the ball back to their offense. A 27-yard return after the interception. So first and 10, Exeter on their own 37. Colin Payne in the gun, hands it off to Eric Nangle trying to run right. He gets the 40-yard line. That's where he's going to be tackled. It'll be second and seven. Again, Southwestern really packing the box defensively right now. Uh, some more updates around District 3 playoffs. Big Springs 14, Conrad Weiser 14. That's a first round game in 4A. And then in Eastern playoff, Eastern Conference playoffs, Nanakoke leads the Panthers of Schuylkill Valley 13 to nothing. 2.20 to go here in the second. Colin Payne in the gun. It's a jet sweep to J.R. Strauss running right to left. There's not a whole lot there. He'll get to the 42. Call it third and five. Again, like to see Exeter open up this offense a little bit, start throwing the ball down the field. They've had success throwing the ball the whole first quarter and kind of going only to a running offense here in the second quarter and, and just not getting the results that they're looking for. Exeter breaks the huddle, 25 on the play clock. Colin Payne's in the gun. He's got Eric Nangle behind him. Single receivers right and left, takes the snap, drops straight back. He's looking down the middle of the field. He. The, the ball goes through the hands of J.R. Strauss. He had a, an opening there at the 50, but he can't make the catch. It'll be fourth down. Yeah, it's unfortunate right through his hands. Uh, would have been a first down. Uh, Mikey Moser on the punt here now. And again, offense you know, just not moving the chains here when they need to. This game you know, could be a lot more than 20 nothing at this point. Waiting for the snap to Mike Moser. Carson Trone back deep for the Mustangs. Oh, a big hit there. They're going to throw a flag. I'm going to actually ask for some help here as far as what happened on that play. So it's a rugby punt. The ball never got up off the ground. It rolled. What I'm concerned is, you know, 
our defenders trying to take on a blocker, and they're going to call him from unnecessary roughness, I think, in destroying the block. I I'm not sure of that call. So let's see. I could be wrong, but I think they're going to call this un a personal foul, unnecessary roughness against Exeter. But again, you have every right to destroy a block. So I'm not sure of that call. Let's see what it comes up as. I glanced over at the scoreboard in order to quick take a peek at to as to the time left here in the second. And that's when the ball was snapped. And as you mentioned, it was along the ground apparently. Southwest retained or got the ball, ran down inside the 20, and that's where the personal foul is called against Exeter. Well, as I said, the, the punt was kind of squibbed along the line, picked up by number 11, Josh Wazowitz. Uh, he just returned it down the sideline there and had a chance to go a little further. Um, obviously, they made the tackle, but the personal foul is certainly the, the big blow here as well as you know, the, the poor punt. So first and 10, the ball on the nine-yard line. Bivens in the gun. He takes the snap. He's rolling left. The flag comes out. He's throwing it over the middle. It's over the head of the intended receiver. There's another flag thrown in late. They tried to hit Ethan Mills on a post. They're gonna, one of those flags is going to be pass interference on Jacob Wolf. He gave him a shove before the ball got there, even though there was no way he was gonna catch it. Now understand in high school football, there is no uncatchable type of penalty, but that is a, a very tough call in the end zone there. Um, but I'm not sure what the first penalty is, so we'll have to see what happens there. But the injured player right now on the, on the, on the field is Kyle Lash for the Eagles. So while they attend to Kyle, that gives us time for a quick break. 121 to go here in the second. We'll be back after this message. You're listening to the Exeter Sports Network. I got that real good, feel good stuff. Up under the seat of my big black jack truck. Rolling on 35s, pretty girl by my side. You got that sun tan skirt and Waiting on you to look my way and scoop your little hot self over here. Girl, hand me another beer, yeah. If you're looking to buy or sell a house, you need to contact Joe Wynn at CB Realty One. With nearly 20 years in real estate sales, Joe and CB Realty One are first-time buyer specialists, offer discounts that others don't, and are the most reliable realtors serving Berks, Montgomery, Bucks, and Philadelphia counties. You can win with win by calling 267-421-3504. That's Joe Win at CB Realty One, 267-421-3504. The arena's been shut. The ice has been melted. The stands have been empty. empty. But a new day has dawned. The lights are back on. The ice is frozen. The boys are back. It's time to get back to hockey. Your Ruddy Royals and the ECHL are back at Santander Arena. The 2021-22 season starts on October 22nd. Get your tickets now. We'll sell you the whole seat, but you'll only need the edge. Kyle Lash able to get up, walk off under his own power. Looks like it's a left arm injury, shoulder or elbow. 
but certainly good to see him be able to get up and walk off. The Mustangs now have the ball first and 10 at the eight yard line. Two receivers right, now motion, two receivers left, comes back to Bivens. He goes with the quarterback keeper right up the middle, and it's an eight-yard touchdown run for Bivens. Pretty much what we saw for the majority of the last several drives is he just takes a step or two back, reads as far as where the hole is, and takes that quarterback keeper. Yeah, again, he's been most of the offense here from the second quarter on, whether it's an empty backfield or him just in two-by-two two and running the ball. The extra point is up and good. So with 1.15 to go here in the second, it's Exeter 20, Southwestern 7. We'll be back with the rest of the second quarter after this break. You're listening to the Exeter Sports Network. Seasons Cafe in Flying Hills scratches your gourmet itch. Chef Joe Church has been serving Redding's culinary community for 35 years with delicacies like sea bass, Norwegian trout, galamad, and the house favorite, sautéed soft-shell crabs. Seasons has a TripAdvisor rating of 4.9 out of 5 and serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner Wednesday to Sunday with a Sunday brunch to live for. That's Seasons Cafe in the Flying Hills Center. Check us out on Facebook for hours of operation. Back at Exeter, Josh Wazowitz puts the ball in the air. It's picked up by Jacob Wolf at around the five. He's running left to right, trying to get upfield, but he can't make the 15-yard line. They'll mark him just shy, and that's where Exeter will take over first and 10. They'll mark the ball on the 14. Exeter coming off from the sideline huddle. Colin Payne will be in the gun. He'll have Eric Nangle behind him. Single receivers left and right. There's the snap. It goes to Nangle running off the left side. There's a huge hole. He's still on his feet. Gets the 30, the 35 till he's ultimately run out of bounds on the far side of the field. It'll be a first down Exeter. Yeah, nice job picking his feet up there through a low tackle, kept going, got to the edge, got the first down. Exeter was fortunate there. They did not get called for 12 men breaking the huddle. They had a guy run off late, uh, but they did not get called. A 19 yard run for Eric Nangle. First and 10 Exeter from the 33. Colin Payne in the gun, has Nangle behind him again. Single receiver left and right. There's the snap, fake handoff. He's looking downfield, fires to the 40. It's complete. Carson Schmidt on the catch. He's able to lean forward. Looks like they're going to give him close to nine. And Exeter calls timeout with 48 seconds to go here in the second. We'll be back. With more action after this commercial break, you're listening to the Exeter Sports Network.
Penn State Health St. Joseph is here for all your health and wellness needs. We have all the components to get you back to the health you need. Our primary care physicians and specialists see you soon. Our urgent care centers see you quickly. Our emergency room sees you now, and our on-demand app sees you anytime. Whether it's our primary care, urgent care, emergency care, or on-demand care, Penn State Health St. Joseph delivers the best care anywhere. Visit us on the web at thefutureofhealthcare.org. Second and one from the 42, Colin Payne in the gun. He drops straight back. He throws it, tries to hit, tries to hit Cabron Woody in the flat, but it's incomplete and the ball goes out of bounds. So no worry about whether or not it was a lateral. Not sure what this stoppage is for. Unless the coaches were still yelling at the officials, I don't know. Not sure. The officials getting uh, getting together at about the 43-yard line, having a discussion. Not exactly sure what happened. Well, where the flag is thrown, to me, this is one of the coaches on Exeter's sideline getting after the official, and he just had enough of it, and he threw the flag because that flag is literally 40 yards downfield. So it could be a sideline warning. That must be what it is. I'm, no, they're actually walking it off. Yeah, it's gonna be unsportsmanlike conduct warning. on the bench of Exeter. And, and again, where, where that flag was thrown, there's, there's just coaches back there. That's 40 yards downfield. So third and 16, the ball on the 26-yard line of Exeter. Colin Payne in the gun. He takes the snap. He's looking downfield, throws it over the middle. He hits J.R. Strauss. First down to the 50. Exeter's got to get in the ball quickly or have a play call. Don't spike the ball. You don't need to spike the ball. You have plenty of time to call a play now. Set your play, snap the ball. No. And they ultimately do snap it and spike it to kill the clock with 36 seconds. You had plenty of time there to call a play. You've got eight-yard coverage off here on Joey Slopper. Just take the ball and throw it out there. If he catches it, he can get out of bounds. If he drops it, stops the clock. Exeter on the ball. Colin Payne in the gun. Nangle behind him. Joey Schlaffer to the right. Carson Schmidt to the left. Here's the snap. He drops straight back. He's looking left, looking left, trying to go to Carson Schmidt on the far side. It's incomplete. It'll be third and 10. You have one timeout left. You can throw the ball down the middle of the field if you need to. I, I, I don't understand why just chucking that ball down the left sideline there. Run a, run a play. Have some direction of your receivers. Let them run a route instead of just straight up routes all the way across. And again, if I'm going to throw the up route, I'm going to throw to the 6-7 receiver who's got a kid on him who's maybe, you know, six foot. I, I just don't understand that. Third and 10 from the 54 Exeter play clock at 15. They now walk up to the line. Colin Payne is in the gun. He's got Ty Yoken to his left, two receivers right, one left. Here's the snap, he drops straight back. He's looking, he's flushed out, trying to get up field. Not a whole lot there, ultimately brought down at the 47 yard line. 
clock running at 15 seconds here in. Take your last time out, set up your play. Again, all the receivers were running deep routes there. There's no under route to get rid of the ball if you have pressure. We've got 12 seconds left here in the second quarter. We'll be back to bring that to you after this message. You're listening to the Exeter Sports Network. In-home oxygen has all the products you need to reduce strain, improve ligament stability, and protect healing tissue. We will work with your orthopedic specialist to treat chronic pain, overuse injuries, sprains, strains, and arthritis. We also offer solutions for injury prevention, pre- and post-surgery treatment, and rehabilitation from the leading manufacturers in the field. No matter the brace you need, in-home oxygen offers low and high-impact bracing solutions for everyday activities and sports. Our fit specialists can help you get back to your favorite activities today and experience a better quality of life. That's in-home oxygen and medical equipment on the web at inhomeoxygen.net. Back at Exeter, the Eagles coming off of the sideline huddle. Colin Payne will be in the gun. He'll have Nangle behind him. Single receiver left and right. Here's the snap. Fakes the handoff to Nangle. He's looking deep. Fires it deep. Going for Joey Schlaufer, but the ball's knocked away by Carson Trone. Yeah, Southwestern there in prevent defense. They had four safeties back about 25, 30 yards. Just back there and knocked the ball down, um, you know. Five seconds to go here in the second. Very likely may just be in need to run the clock out. Possibly, we'll see. I mean, well, they, if, if he's they, got an take, arm. They're taking a timeout and set something up here. Southwestern just took a timeout. And we're going to keep it right here. Mike, did you know this is the 40th anniversary celebration of the District 3 playoffs? I did not know that. How about that? Yeah, 40 years of District 3. It's grown a lot more over the 40 years than when I first started when it was four teams from around the state or around the district and things like that. So. Still in timeout. Got a nice crowd on hand. They actually waited a little while to come in here. It was a little chilly prior to game time, so we figured they did some tailgating with their heater in the car before they decided to come into the stadium. Well, here's something we haven't seen all year. Colin Payne is now going back deep. Win the secondary with Kellen Boyer. They'll be the safeties deep with Miller and Wolf on the outside. Again, I've got six foot seven Joey Schlaffer and I'm gonna put my 6-1 quarterback back there. Not sure I understand that. So here's the snap. They're gonna run a jet sweep to the left, trying to cut back to the middle of the field. He's ultimately tackled at the 40-yard line. That was Carson Trone for the Mustangs, and that is the first half. So after 24 minutes of play, it's Exeter 20, Southwestern 7. We'll be back with halftime comments after this break. You're listening to the Exeter Sports Network.
Penn State Health St. Joseph is here for all your health and wellness needs. We have all the components to get you back to the health you need. Our primary care physicians and specialists see you soon. Our urgent care centers see you quickly. Our emergency room sees you now, and our on-demand app sees you anytime. Whether it's our primary care, urgent care, emergency care, or on-demand care, Penn State Health St. Joseph delivers the best care anywhere. Visit us on the web at thefutureofhealthcare.org. Seasons Cafe in Flying Hills scratches your gourmet itch. Chef Joe Church has been serving Redding's culinary community for 35 years with delicacies like sea bass, Norwegian trout, galamad, and the house favorite, sautéed soft-shell crabs. Seasons has a TripAdvisor rating of 4.9 out of 5 and serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner Wednesday to Sunday with a Sunday brunch to live for. That's Seasons Cafe in the Flying Hills Center. Check us out on Facebook for hours of operation. This is the sound of your Exeter Eagles on the crystal clear digital quality Exeter Sports Network. He puts the ball into the nighttime air and we are underway. Jacob Wolf takes the ball on the 10. He's got the 20. He's got the 30, the 40, breaks it right to the outside. At the 40 of Muhlenberg, the 30. He outruns him. 20, 10, 5, touchdown Exeter. This is the sound of your Exeter Eagles on analog old local AM radio. Exeter Sports Network. Touchdown, Exeter! Crusty old AM radio. This is the place for sports broadcast excellence in Berks County. Jerry Gelliff Media on the web at jgmedia.us. The home of the Exeter Sports Network, the Saints Sports Network, and the Bears Sports Network in Boyertown. You are listening to the Exeter Sports Network. We are back at Exeter, and Mike, as we go through that first half, certainly things were looking up early. Southwestern fumbles, gives us great field position. Eric Nangle takes it in with a 10-yard run. 7-0, literally a minute and a half into the game. Yeah, two-play drive for Southwestern. They turn it over. Exeter picks it up. Two plays later, they punch it in. Uh, things going very well for the Eagles right at the start of the game. The Mustangs get the ball back, virtually go, I'll say, five and out. At that point, Exeter gets the ball back in a minute 10. Eric Nangle runs nine yards for the first two plays. Ty Yoakum, a nine yard run. Then Joey Schlaffer steps up, catching a 32 yard touchdown pass. And at 8-11, it's 14-nothing. Yeah, at that point, you start thinking, hey, this game might get out of hand quickly just because of the weapons Exeter has and, and the utilization of how they were being used. After a few back and forth possessions, the Mustangs, an eight play possession, ultimately culminating in a punt. Exeter gets it back. They've got a six play drive. They kick the ball back. So a few back and forth there at a point where you thought Exeter might just do the proverbial put the foot down and uh, on the gas, what have you. Ultimately, they do break through Carson Schmidt on that slant. They get the touchdown, 8.59 to go in the second quarter. The PAT fails, but at that point, it's still looking good at 20 to nothing. Yeah, you know, they got the ball down low. That drive started at the 30-yard line, so it was a 30-yard drive to punch it in. 
Uh, they had a nice punt return by J.R. Strauss. And uh, 30 yards later, they, they get pay dirt. And like you said, 20 nothing. you're thinking, okay, you know, Exeter needs one more drive here in the first half to put this thing away. And then the game kind of completely turned on its head. That's right. So Southwestern, ultimately, Exeter holds. They punt the football, but J.R. Strauss isn't able to hang on to it. He coughs it up. It's recovered by Southwest. And a few plays later, uh, actually, on that possession, I'm taking a look here, it was the interception. The end, that's right. The ensuing possession, Tyson, or excuse me, Ty Yoakum had the interception, the 37-yard return. It was on the punt following that possession where things got a little squirrely. Yeah, Mikey Moser rolls out the punt, the rugby-style punt, kind of hits a ground ball picked up by uh, Josh Wazowitz. Uh, he takes it back down. We get a personal foul call on us. Ball gets punched down, and then I think it was an eight-yard run by Bivens on a quarterback keeper, and uh, they're on the board making it 20-7. to And from that point, you know, their defense has putting eight, nine guys in the box saying, Exeter, you're not going to run the ball with the regularity and the success you had in the first quarter. And they did a nice job of stuffing the Exeter run game. And again, we, we kind of just got a little conservative there offensively uh, in the second quarter. And on that last possession, they did a nice job of a conversion, getting it to midfield. But then, and you hate to talk negatively, but some of those plays may be a little questionable. Tried to go deep on second down when maybe you're thinking of maybe getting some yardage just to put yourself in field goal position. Well, not just that, but if, if I gain yardage there, you know, I can keep working the sidelines. The coverage was off on the corners. Uh, Jesse to Joey Schlopper, you know, they were not letting them get beat up over the top, and so they kind of backed off. They could just hit the ball out there to Joey Schlopper a few times, uh, pick up some yards, like I said, get themselves a field goal shot, or at least have a shot to throw the ball to the end zone again to a six foot seven receiver. And we'll see if they don't utilize him more here in the second half. So it's time for a commercial message. We'll be back with more halftime comments. You're listening to the Exeter Sports Network. Adopt U.S. Kids presents What to Expect When You're Expecting. A teenager learning the lingo. Today I'm going to help parents translate teen slang. Now, when a teen says something is on fleek, it's exactly like saying that's rad. It simply means that something is awesome or cool. Another one is totes. It's exactly like saying totally, just shorter. As in, I totes love going to the mall with Becca. Another word you might hear is jelly. Jelly is a shorter, better way to say jealous. As in, Chloe, I am like so jelly of your unicorn phone case. You don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will think you're, um, rad just the same. To learn more, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, AdoptUSKids, and the Ad Council.
If you're looking to buy or sell a house, you need to contact Joe Wynn at CB Realty One. With nearly 20 years in real estate sales, Joe and CB Realty One are first-time buyer specialists, offer discounts that others don't, and are the most reliable realtors serving Berks, Montgomery, Bucks, and Philadelphia counties. You can win with Win by calling 267-421-3504. That's Joe Win at CB Realty One, 267-421-3504. Fans are being entertained by the Southwestern Band, and while they are, we've got some scores for you from around the county. In the second, it's Wilson 29, York High 20, and these are all halftime scores. It's Daniel Boone and Waynesboro tied up at 14. It's Spring Grove 19, Twin Valley nothing. Conrad Weiser has a 21-20 lead over Big Spring. Hamburg 17, Bermudian Springs 7, say that four times fast. Fleetwood 22, Boyertown 7. And again at the half, it's Nanticoke 13, Schuylkill Valley nothing. So Mike, which of those games are you most interested in? Well, I think that 4A game between Conrad Weiser and Big Spring, I thought that was going to be a good game. I said it on the, at the start of the thing here. The thing I'm most interested by is the Daniel Boone Waynesboro. Waynesboro is a team that's 8-2, and two, uh, comes out of the mid-pen. Um, they, they played a good league. Uh, Daniel Boone's had three, four weeks off, or at least three weeks off because of COVID issues. Haven't had a chance to practice as much. So, you know, nice job by the Blazers staying in that game at halftime here. And who knows, they might make, pull off a big upset uh, in the District 3-5A playoffs. Looking at the MikeDragoSports.com website, a few statistics for you. Coming into this game, Colin Payne, ranked number two among Burke's passers, throwing for 1,390 yards, 13 TDs. Mike, he, needs, he needed 23 yards coming into this game to become the sixth passer in Exeter program history with 2,000 career yards. Well, he hit Schlaffer for 27 yards for the first touchdown, so obviously, uh, welcome to that club. And he needed 110 yards to become the third to pass for 1,500 yards in a season, the others being Gavin McCusker and Colby Haig. Well, we thought he was going to get there in the first half, the way they were throwing the ball early on and hitting both Schlaffer and Schmidt down the field, and they kind of just went away in the second quarter. Maybe we'll get in the second half. Let's see. Again, coming into this game, Eric Nangle needed 155 yards to reach 1,000, and that, uh, that certainly tells us a lot. We've seen a lot of him, and it's been fantastic to watch him all year long. Yeah, eight games he's played so far this year. This is the ninth game he's played in. Uh, we talked about the fact he's been over 100 yards in half of those games. Um, but again, you know, right now, a little tough sledding inside. He and Ty Yoakum lead the team in touchdowns with 11 each. So certainly the offensive firepower is there, as we hope to see here in the second half. Absolutely. And finally... The defensive unit ranks number three in Burks in total yards allowed, number three in scoring, and number one in takeaways with 19. Well, and they have two takeaways tonight. I can't imagine they gave up that much yardage. I mean, the, the time they scored was a, a ball that was started, what, on the 15-yard line. So I don't think they've given up much yardage today. So they, they've been right on pace. The touchdown they gave up was something short uh, on the punt return. So the... Mustang Band, 
walks off the field at present. That's going to give us time for a quick commercial break. We'll be back with more halftime comments. You're listening to the Exeter Sports Network. Oxygen has all the products you need to reduce strain, improve ligament stability, and protect healing tissue. We will work with your orthopedic specialist to treat chronic pain, overuse injuries, sprains, strains, and arthritis. We also offer solutions for injury prevention, pre- and post-surgery treatment, and rehabilitation from the leading manufacturers in the field. No matter the brace you need, in-home oxygen offers low and high-impact bracing solutions for everyday activities and sports. Our fit specialists can help you get back to your favorite activities today and experience a better quality of life. That's in-home oxygen and medical equipment on the web at inhomeoxygen.net we are back at exeter taking a look at some halftime statistics given the information that the mustangs quarterback bivens four of eight for 11 yards the exeter defense doing a great job typical with what we've seen on tape where he gets flushed out of the pocket, can make some things happen with his legs, but he's also looking downfield to try to do something. Yeah, absolutely, and we talked about this. You, you made a great point on, at the start of the, the broadcast tonight. He's very athletic. He runs well. He does a nice job. You know, uh, looking, uh, speaking with Paul Roberts from the Burke Sports Report, you know, he has um, Bivens 4 for 8 for 11 yards. So, again, it hasn't been that he's hurt the Eagles when he's throwing the football. What he's done is run the ball very well in that second quarter, quarterback draw, you know, coming out of the pocket on, on pass plays, breaking, containing, getting outside and running the ball. You know, he was their whole offense that second quarter. He absolutely was. And the Exeter defense flushing him out of the pocket time and time again. And a few holes, the only time they seem to have any success is when they would run that predetermined draw where he'd take a step back, wait for, you know, maybe one or two steps and then basically run up the middle. So. The Exeter defense, if the linebackers can kind of hold and not overcommit, keeping him in the pocket, then he'll they'll shut down a big part of their offense. You know, the big part of that play is you know, that play was run down low when it was like you know second and goal from the eight yard line. You know, you're a man man coverage across the board there. There's no secondary help. So once you break that first line of defense, there is no secondary help because those guys are a man coverage. And so good play call for Southwestern. Exeter's defensive front's got to make the play there. As we listen to the music bringing the Exeter team back onto the field. And here they come. You know, the good news here for the Eagles, they're going to get the ball to start the second half. They take the ball down here, they score, they reestablish the momentum of the game. Um, you know, that's the big thing here. They've got to get momentum back in this game. They came out that first quarter and had all the momentum in the world, and they kind of shut themselves down. Players are coming onto the field for the start of the second half. That gives us time to step away. You're listening to the Exeter Sports Network. Six o'clock on Friday evening, Mama doesn't know she's leaving till she hears a screen door slamming, rubber speeding, gears are jamming, local country station just a blaring on the radio. Speaking of it, sitting in there, headed to the rodeo. Mama's on the front porch screaming out her warning, girl, you better get your red head back in bed. 
protect her home and family in a disaster, Karen was willing to wade through water, mud, and insurance paperwork. Yeah, I can do this. You go, Karen! By simply understanding and updating what her insurance covers and doesn't cover now, she'll be better prepared no matter when disaster strikes. Learn other simple ways to protect your home and family before a natural disaster at ready.gov. That's ready.gov. A message from FEMA and the Ad Council. We're back at Exeter. Teams huddling up for the final time. The referees huddling up as well. And we're going to be ready to kick this second half off momentarily. We started the game at 48 degrees. We are currently at 39 degrees. So the fall chill in the air, this is truly football weather. Yeah, I'm sure, there's, I'm sure there's been a lot of underclassmen who went back in and threw a sweatshirt on or something else underneath. I'm being questioned by super producer Jerry that it's really 39 degrees here in Riften, Pennsylvania. And according to the old update on the Android, that's what I'm getting. Oh, the weather last week. Well, last week we did the show from the, the Jerry Geloff Media Studio. So um, we had good weather last week in the pouring down rain, but we weren't out in it. Uh, two weeks ago, you know, it was nice here. It was in the mid-60s, and uh, we enjoyed the game. It was a beautiful night, and uh, oh, nice, good night for football. This is what playoff football is right here. Both teams on the field. If I'm extra, I'm heads up here for an onside kick. You know, they've got momentum right now, Southwestern does. I'd capitalize on it and try and get something going more, even more here. Cabron Woody, Jacob Wolf back deep for Exeter. So here's the issue with where Exeter's aligned right now. Southwestern tees the ball up on the right hash, but Jake, Wo Jake Wolf is on the right hash. They've got to slide the return man over, split the numbers in the hash in the middle of the field, let him kick the ball across the field. I have room to get it. If this ball goes to that back corner, it's going to be tough to field. Josh Wazowitz kicking it off for Southwestern. The ball's in the air. It goes to Jacob Wolf at the 10. He brings it out to the 20. He's got the 25, the 30, the 40, and he just gets tripped up. Welcome back, Jacob Wolf. He had the sideline, one man to beat, gets him by the shoestring, but a great return, bringing it out to the 45-yard line. Call it a 35-yard return. An Exeter in business at the 45. You know, we've said all year long, Jacob Wolf is the MVP of the special teams, the way he re returns the ball, his aggressiveness. You know, he's playing with a, really an arm and a half right now and does a great job there, gives us great field position, come out here and get us rolling. Colin Payne in the gun, Nangle behind him, single receiver left, right. The handoff goes to Nangle, he's running off the left side. Gets the 50 yard line, let's see where they mark him on the far side of the field. Taking a look, taking a look. Looks like they're going to give him the Mustang 49-yard line. We're going to get holding here against the Eagles, I think. And indeed they do. Holding on Exeter. We'll see where they mark it off from. A strong run from Eric Nangle running off the left end. But it'll come back. 
Well, the penalty will be from the spot of the foul, so it should be like second and 17, 18 here. Looks like they're marking the ball on the 38-yard line. So it'll be essentially a loss of seven. So first and 17, Colin Payne in the gun, Nangle behind him, fakes the handoff, rolls right, throws right, gets it to Ty, it's Ty Yoakum who gets the ball in the flat. He'll get the 45. They're going to mark him at the 47-yard line. So it'll be a gain of nine. Call it second and eight. Yeah, good play there, a little play action. Hit the tight end after he delayed. Got him in the flat, got him upfield. Give yourself now manageable second and eight here. Second and eight from the 47-yard line. We're at 11 minutes to go here in the third. Colin Payne now under center. Hands the ball off to Ty Yoakum, trying to run left. There's nothing there. The Mustangs hit him initially on the left side. Yoakum broke free, but then he was met up by a duo and pushed back. So no gain on the play. Maybe they give him one. No, it's going to look like no gain, so it's going to be third and eight. Yeah, nice job by the interior there, number 61 for Southwestern. Made the initial hit. Um, Aiden Oisaki, the sophomore we talked about earlier on in the game, did a nice job there. Colin Payne in the gun, angle behind him, takes the snap, fakes the handoff, looking, looking, rolling to his right. He's being chased. He stops. He fires. He hits Joey Schlaffer in the hands at the Mustangs 40, but he can't hold on. It's incomplete. It'll be fourth down. You know, a nice job there by Colin Payne. Got flushed up in the pocket, started rolling to his right, kept his eyes downfield. Saw Schlaffer wide open in a hole about the 40-yard line. Would have been an easy first down and just didn't come up with the catch. So fourth down, Mike Moser into punt. Carson Trone deep for the Mustangs. Here's the kick. He angles it to the right side. The ball hits at the 30, where it virtually goes out of bounds right there, and that's where the Mustangs will take over first and 10. A little more conventional punt there, just stayed back in the pocket, didn't roll him out that rugby. You know, the rugby gives you a chance to run it if, if they're not going to stop you. Uh, but again, a little bit of um, insecurity with what happened last time, so they just traditional punt stop there. The Mustangs breaking the huddle. They come out with Bull aside of Bivens in the gun. Motion left to right, single receiver. Bull gets the ball. He's trying to run to the right. There is absolutely nothing there. It's going to be a loss of four, second and 14. They yeah, tried to run a little jet sweep there off it. Uh, they, they ran the motion guy through, tried to run sweep behind it, and extra defense did a nice job of making the play. Second and 14 from their own 26, winding down to nine and a half minutes to go here in the third. The play just coming in now. Bivens gives it to the team. We're going to have to use a timeout here. And the clock almost at five, the play clock, and they're rushing to the line. Bivens in the gun. There's the snap. He's dropping straight back, looking to his left. There's a lot of traffic. 
He gets it in the air and all alone is Trone just shy of the 50. He's running free on the far side. A flag comes in, he's still on his feet. They drag him down inside the 10, but there is a flag, two flags, thrown at about the 45-yard line. It's going to be a first down for Southwestern. They're going to get a block in the back here and around the 45-yard line of Exeter. It'll bring it back to the 45 or somewhere in that area for Southwestern, but it's a first down. Somehow the coverage got blown there. Exeter brought the safety down the motion man, and the corner didn't take the other guy across the field. It was a 22-yard pass to the point where he caught the ball. Trone was pretty much wide open. The ball wasn't a dart. It floated a little out there. But once he had it, he was crossing. Uh, he was going across the field to the far side and had a lot of running room on the far side to get down inside the 10. But as you mentioned, the holding call on the Mustangs is going to bring it all the way back. And looking to see where they put the ball down. They're going to put the ball down at the 45. Which is where it'll be first and 10. So Bivens in the gun. Two receivers right, one left. They give it to Reed, the fullback, who goes right up the middle. Give him four. It'll be second and six. Yeah, read up the middle there. Nice gain for Southwestern, brought down by Richie Karstein from his defensive line position. Uh, second and six down here for Southwestern. Southwestern got a little bit of momentum. We talked about this before. They came out, got the stop here to start the second half, and they're still building that momentum from the second quarter. Exeter needs a play here to change momentum. Someone's got to make a big play for the Eagles. Uh, someone's got to be a catalyst here for the defense and make a big play. The Mustangs break the huddle, 15 on the play clock. Bivens is in the gun. He's got motion from left to right, still single receivers. They give the ball up the middle to Bull. He's not going to hit the 50. They'll mark him down at the 49. It's going to be no gain on the play, third down and six. So the Eagles defense there stiffens up a little bit. Got a third down play here. Big play to get him off the field here. Exeter needs to stop this drive right now and get this offense off the field and get their offense back on the field. Winding down to seven and a half minutes to go here in the third, and you're exactly right. You don't want to give them any momentum and ultimately allow them back into this game. Bivens is in the gun. Two receivers left, one right. Single setback is Reed. Here's the snap. He drops straight back. He's looking, looking, fakes to throw. Pulls it back down, then throws to the right-hand side. He's got Trone, who gets across the 45 to the 44, and that's going to be a first down for the Mustangs. Yeah, again, Bivens doing a nice job creating time back there for him, letting his receivers run open. Um, had the ball a long time in his hands back there. We've got to get more pressure on him, and we've got to put the pressure on him to keep him in the pocket. A seven-yard pass, but enough for a first down. First and 10 Mustangs on the Exeter 44-yard line. Bivens in the gun, two receivers left, two right, one in motion. It's the jet sweep to Ogden coming right to left, trying to get around the end, and he does. He's got the 40, the 35, ultimately gets hit by Ty Yoakum. We're going to get a there holding is a call. Flag. Here, yeah. We're going to get a holding call here in the jet sweep. They held the interior guy. One of the extra defensive backs came down, grabbed and held him, and uh, they're going to move this back. Let's see. It would have been a 14 yard run for Ogden, but that's coming back. 
holding on the Mustangs. We'll bring up first and 20 for the Mustangs here. And again, we'll move the ball back into um, Southwestern territory. Exeter's defense has got to start stepping up here and making some plays. A couple more scores around from the county in District 3, 4A. Conrad Weiser, 21. Big Spring, 28. And in Eastern Conference play, Fleetwood all over the Bears, 29-7. Again, that is on Jerry Galoff Media Channel number 3. First and 20 for the Mustangs. They'll be on their own 46-yard line. They're getting the play in now, 15 on the play clock. They break the huddle. We're at six and a half to go here in the third. Bivens in the gun, trips right, single receiver left. Single setback is Reed. Bivens rolling right, looking downfield, throws. It's incomplete, nice coverage. They're throwing a late flag. Not exactly sure where that's coming from. It looked like it was a good play. Yeah, I thought Andrew Miller had really nice coverage there. I'm, I'm not sure if they called he pushed him or something like that, but I did not see him push him or extend his hands or anything like that. But they're going to call pass interference on Andrew Miller of the Eagles. And it, it did look like a good play. Looked like he had his hand up, deflected the ball over top, unless they're going to do the old if your hand is on his back routine where it didn't affect the play itself, but in the referee's mind, somehow he held. Um, I, I saw four hands in the air going for the ball, so I'm not sure where that call came from. But again, Exeter's got to overcome this now. It's not an automatic first down in high school. So the penalty takes the ball to the 39-yard line, which will make it first and five. Three first downs in a row here so far, and they've gained five yards. Southwestern moving personnel in and out. Southwestern just broke the huddle with, with, with they took another guy out. Um, again. They're down to five. Bivens in the gun. Trips left See, this two to the right. Again. Trying quick a quick pass. bubble to the left side. It's complete to Wazowitz. He gets down to the 34 yard line and it's close to a first down and indeed it is. First down Southwestern. A five, five yards on that pass and catch gives Southwestern another first down. Yeah, and again, you know, Exeter's defense, now they got to step up here. The ball's getting deeper into their territory. It's inside the 35-yard line. Bivens in the gun. They're going to go with a double reverse coming around the left side. There's a lot of room. Ultimately run down. J.R. Strauss has him at the 15, but a flag came in. And this will go against the Mustangs. It's a hold. Holding So a 14-yard gain for the Mustangs goes for naught. Yeah, illegal shift. They had too many guys in motion when the ball was snapped. Yeah. So it'll be a five-yard penalty for Southwestern here. Bring up first and 15. Out in Waynesboro, the Waynesboro Warriors lead Daniel Boone Blazers 20-14 in the third quarter. 
So first and 15, the ball marked at the 39-yard line. We're under five and a half to go. Southwestern has had the ball for a little while, most of the third quarter so far. Bivens in the gun, trips right. Reed, the fullback in the backfield, single receiver to the left. There's the snap. He's rolling right, looking downfield. He's flushed. Kachese chasing him. He throws the ball up. Trone is in between the defense. And he's into the end zone for a touchdown. A breakdown in the secondary. Trone standing all alone. Let that ball come down to him. He caught it about the five and didn't have far to go to get into the end zone. Virtually untouched until he got there. Yeah, again, Bivens gets to the edge here. He throws all the way back across the field. Coverage was not rotating with the quarterback. And they find an open receiver for a touchdown. And again, Southwestern in this game now. Wazowitz with the PAT, the ball's down, it's up, and it is good. 4.55 to go here in the third. It's Exeter 20, Southwestern 14. We'll be back with more third quarter action after this break. You're listening to the Exeter Sports Network. In-home Oxygen has all the products you need to reduce strain, improve ligament stability, and protect healing tissue. We will work with your orthopedic specialist to treat chronic pain, overuse injuries, sprains, strains, and arthritis. We also offer solutions for injury prevention, pre- and post-surgery treatment, and rehabilitation from the leading manufacturers in the field. No matter the brace you need, In-home Oxygen offers low- and high-impact bracing solutions for everyday activities and sports. Our fit specialists can help you get back to your favorite activities today and experience a better quality of life. That's in home oxygen and medical equipment on the web at inhomeoxygen.net. Wazowitz puts the ball on the ground. Jake Wolf has it on the left hand side. He's running left to right. He's got the 30 yard line. Now he's got the 40. The 50 still on his feet. The 40. The 30. Inside the 25 yard line. I think he finally just ran out of gas. But a fantastic punt return to set Exeter up in great field position. Well, we said someone had to make a play to steal some momentum back, and Jake Wolf just did it right there. Stole some momentum back for the Eagles, put him in great field position, balls inside the 30-yard line now, and a chance for Exeter's offense to get back on the board and get control back of this game. All the way down to the 24-yard line of the Mustangs. Colin Payne now under center as Ty Yoakum and Nangle behind him. Nangle gets the carry running off the left side. There's nothing there. He's hit. That's number 61 again coming through from his defensive tackle position. Aiden Wysocki for the Mustangs. Uh, he, he is beating the extra offensive lineman right now. They've got to start double teaming him. No gain on the play. It's going to be second and 10. Winding down to four minutes to go here in the third. You know, Darren, you made a good point. How much clock Southwestern used on that score? They controlled pretty much of the first half of this third quarter. Colin Payne in the gun, angle behind him. He drops straight back. He's looking. He's getting chased, and he's going to get sacked. The Southwestern defensive line came hard, got him at the... 31-yard line. It's going to be a loss of seven. It'll be third and 17. Yeah, again, 
the, the Southwestern D-line has really picked it up from the second quarter on. They, they've established the defensive line in the Exeter backfield and have done a really nice job. The momentum has certainly changed on the field. Southwestern has taken command, as you mentioned, of that defensive line, not allowing Nangle to have much room. They give it to Nangle this time. He's running off the left side. There's a lot of room to run. He's close to the first down. He got back up after he was tackled, but knocked down. Let's see where they mark him. They're gonna mark him down at the 17-yard line, which will make it fourth and about four. Exeter's got a play here. I would run this play action, hit Yoakum back out in the flat here. 14 yards on the run for Nangle. Fourth and four from the 17. Colin Payne under center has Yoakum and Nangle behind him. Single receiver to the left, and it looks like the Mustangs jumped offside. Well, if they didn't jump offside, number 11's playing for the offense because he was in the A gap in the backfield. So, so what, first down Exeter on the penalty. Wazowitz coming on a blitz there from Southwestern, but he tried to time it up and came across the line. And now it's going to give Exeter first and goal, or first and 10 just outside the 10-yard line. First and 10 on the 12. Again, I've got Joey Schlaffer man for man out here to the right. There's, there's no help with the kid. Colin Payne in the gun, fakes the handoff to Nangle, rolling right, fires, tries to throw it across the middle to J.R. Strauss, but it's knocked down by the linebacker. Incomplete, it'll be second down for Exeter. Yeah, nice job there. They tried to boot Colin Payne back out to the right. The pass got knocked down as he was looking for J.R. Strauss uh, right around the seam there uh, on around the five-yard line. Another score from Berks County, an updated score here from the Eastern Conference. Fleetwood 36, Boyertown 7. It's about four minutes ago in the third quarter. So that's an Eastern Conference score. Second and 10 from the 12-yard line, winding down to two minutes to go here in the third. Colin Payne under center, hands it off to Nangle, who's trying to run to the left, and there is absolutely nothing there. No gain on the play. It'll be third and 10. If Exeter's going to run the ball, they've got to get the ball to the edge. Jet sweep. They had that J.R. Strauss play where they do the little flip pass forward. Get something to the edge. They, they, they keep running up the middle, and it's just not there consistently. They've been trying to run. That's right. Guard tackle, the, the B, the C, and nothing has been there, like you mentioned. The right side of that Mustangs defense has been up to the task. I mean, run a toss play. If you're going to run the ball, run toss to Nangle. Third and 10, Colin Payne in the gun. Nangle behind him, single receiver right and left. He takes one step back, throwing it over to Schlaffer. He goes up for it. It's incomplete. No flag on the play. And it'll be fourth down for Exeter. Mike Moser coming onto the field for the field goal attempt. We have not made a field goal all year. We've had one blocked at the end of the Hempfield game. I think it's the last time we've tried a field goal. This is going to be a 27-yard attempt. Certainly within his leg strength. The ball snapped. It's down. His foot goes through it. It's long enough, and it is good. 
107 to go here in the third. It's Exeter 23, Southwestern 14. We'll be back with more third quarter action after this break. You're listening to the Exeter Sports Network. Seasons Cafe and Flying Hills scratches your gourmet itch. Chef Joe Church has been serving Redding's culinary community for 35 years with delicacies like sea bass, Norwegian trout, galamad, and the house favorite, sautéed soft-shell crabs. Seasons has a TripAdvisor rating of 4.9 out of 5 and serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner Wednesday to Sunday with a Sunday brunch to live for. That's Seasons Cafe in the Flying Hills Center. Check us out on Facebook for hours of operation. Mike, 23-14 as we come back from break. That field goal's huge. Yeah, actually makes it a two-score game now for the Eagles with a minute to go here. Uh, just over a minute to go here in the third quarter. Uh, first field goal made by Mikey Mose, so that was good to see. Uh, Ogden's going to return the ball here from about the seven-yard line up the right side. Gets to the edge. He's down the sideline. Finally brought down right around midfield. A long return for the Mustangs. Mike Moser drove it deep, but he had the far sideline, ran it out, as Mike mentioned, to the 50. So the Mustangs will have a shorter field in order to work with here to try to knock into that 23-14 Eagles lead. Yeah, momentum play right back here for Southwestern. That long return gives you half a field to play on. The return teams on both sides of the ball. Big factors in tonight's game. Bivens is in the gun. He's got the snap, hands it to the fullback, Reed. There's nothing there. He doesn't even get back to the line of scrimmage. He'll lose a yard. Call it second and 11. Stout defense there. Yeah, great job by the center of the extra defensive line, led by number 58, Sam Morslack, the senior captain. Again, as you said, a loss of one, bringing up second and 11. And we're going to come down here, maybe one play to go here in the third quarter. Exeter hopefully takes a two-score lead into the fourth quarter. The Mustangs bringing in Cohen Bull as the running back with the play. They break huddle. We're at under... 15 seconds to go. Bivens in the gun. Two receivers left, two right. Single setback. There's the snap. The handoff fake. Looking to pass. Bivens going to the right sideline. He actually hits Ogden on the right. Right along the right sideline. It's complete. Takes it down to the 25-yard line. It's a gain of 26 and it'll be first and 10 Southwestern. You know, Ogden ran that motion across the backfield, kept on going, ran a little wheel route up the right-hand sideline in front of the Southwestern bench, and a nice pass by Bivens completed there. Few other scores around PIAA. Spring Grove in 5A is up 19 to six over Twin Valley. In 4A, Big Spring 35, Connor Weiser 28. And in 6A, the Wilson Bulldogs are up 36 to 20 over York High. We're going to have time for one more play at four-tenths of a second on the clock. Bivens is in the gun. He's got Bull to his right. Two receivers left, one right. There's motion from left to right. It goes to Trone Throwback on a sweep, no. running right. Nothing there. He'll get to about the 22-yard line, and that'll be the end of the third quarter. 
after three full, it's Exeter 23, Southwestern 14. We'll be back after this message. You're listening to the Exeter Sports Network. Boom, 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 boom. Gonna shoot you right down. Right off of your feet. Take you home with me. Penn State Health St. Joseph is here for all your health and wellness needs. Whether it be our primary care and specialists throughout the region seeing you soon, our urgent care centers in Muhlenberg, Maiden Creek, and Straustown seeing you quickly, our emergency room in Burn Township seeing you now, or our on-demand app, walk-in lab, mammography, and imaging services seeing you anytime. We're ready when you need us. We'll get you back to the health you need to live the way you want. Visit thefutureofhealthcare.org to learn more. Back at Exeter. 12 minutes up on the clock for the fourth quarter. Southwestern will have a second and eight from the Eagles 22. And Mike, if there's a time when you need a big defensive stand, now's the time. Absolutely. You know, you're, you're, the ball's on your 21-yard line. You've got an eight, nine-point lead here, nine-point lead. You know, Exeter's got to come up with a stop here. Southwestern's done a nice job. Uh, they're going to spread Exeter out here and see what they can do with the quarterback. Bivens in the gun. He takes the snap, fakes the jet sweep, runs up the middle himself. He'll get the 30, the 20-yard line just inside the 20. They're going to give him three yards on it. So it'll be third and five. Yep, third and five here, big play. I don't know if Southwestern would kick a field goal here. Uh, their kicker is number 11, Josh uh, Wasowitz, who has kicked a, a 42-yarder this year. Uh, but I'm not sure right now if they take the points or, or, or take their shot at the end zone if they don't get this converted here on third down. Third and five from the 19. They come out, trips left, Bivens in the gun, bull to his left, single receiver right. There's the snap. He's rolling left. He's looking downfield, still rolling. Cuts the ball upfield. There's a flag on the play. It looked like he does get the first down, but we're going to take a look to see what the flag is. Very possibly a holding against Southwestern. Yeah, again, I think this is where the flag is in the line of scrimmage there outside. We're going to get holding on Southwestern, bringing up another third down. Uh, but he did have enough for the first down there on the scramble again to get out of the pocket. Holding on the Mustangs will negate the first down. Give Bivens credit. He was rolling left, looking downfield, and ultimately turned it upfield, got the first down. So he's doing all he can in order to bring him back. Unfortunately, the penalty will negate that run. Again, this is a situation where Spring, uh, Spring Grove, yeah, Southwestern has run screen pass. So let's see if they try and motion people around and go to a screen pass here. Uh, a couple more scores real quick before we get action back here. Commodore Weiser 28, Big Spring 42, Spring Grove 33, all over Twin Valley with six points. So it's going to be third and 17. Exeter jumps on the right side, so it'll give five of those yards back. Eastern Conference score, Fleetwood all over Boyertown now, 42-7. to They're in a mercy rule, 2.48 to go. So that'll be a running clock the rest of the way for that Eastern Conference game. That penalty is a big penalty right there. I would put Bivens on the move here if I'm Southwestern. Let him roll out, 
see what happens. Third and 12, ball on the 30, the 26 yard line. The Mustangs come up to the ball. Bivens is in the gun. Two receivers right, one left. There's the snap. He drops straight back. He is being chased. Cachese chasing him. Tries to throw it deep, but he's out of bounds. It's incomplete. He caught the ball. He caught the ball, but it looked like he was out of bounds when he made the catch. Incomplete. It'll be fourth down for the Mustangs. Yeah, the first one that was out of bounds was much closer in the first half. That one was not close. He was out of bounds there. Um, it looks like they're bringing out an extra point team or a field goal team. So let's see if they're going to punt this or, or field goal it. Yeah, Levin's the kicker. They're going for a field goal here. The ball is going to be marked at the 33. It's a 43-yard oh, attempt. No chance. No way. No chance. Get away, get away, get away. It's picked up. and ultimately tackled. So the ball's down. Yeah, the extra should not have picked that ball up. You pick the ball up, now you get it back in the three yard line. Extra should, if the ball goes across the line of scrimmage, you get away. Ball's in the backfield, you pick it up. That is just not a smart play by the Eagles there. And now they back themselves up to first and 10 from their own three yard line. That's one of those where you've got to make your players aware of what to do and what not to do. And unfortunately, he picked up that ball. So the ball inside the five, mark it at the three, and that's where it's first and 10 for Exeter. Colin Payne in the gun. He's got Yoakum and Nangle behind him. Schlaffer wide left. Here's the handoff to Nangle going left, pushing the pile, still driving the pile. Gets across. <laughs> there was an absolute pancake block. Yeah, that was Kevin Matos Cruz, who just got in number 61 there. We talked about Wasaki, and he just drove him like blindside off to the track almost. So nice job of driving your feet there for um, Kevin Matos Cruz of the Eagles. That's a 10-yard run for Eric Nangle and a first down. So it gets him out of the shadow of the goalpost. First and 10 Exeter. Colin Payne in the gun, hands it off to Ty Yoakum who's running left. He gets the 20 yard line. They're gonna give him the 21. That's an eight yard run. It'll be second down and two. You know, nice job, that little misdirection play again. They fake the toss to the outside. They bring Yoakum back across the left-hand side there. And uh, nice pickup on first down. In 6A District 3 playoffs, Wilson 43, York High 26. Sounds like Wilson will be meeting up with Central York in a week. Colin Payne under center, hands the ball to Nangle, who's running left, but not a whole lot of room there. He will get three yards, and that's enough for an Exeter first down. This helps to run that clock. We're under nine and a half minutes to go here in the fourth. And you know the part is still a two score game at this point, so Exeter's gotta keep grinding the ball here. Uh, there's some big holes now. Again, it, it, they, they, they've worn them down, it looks like a little bit here as we get into the fourth quarter. 
First and 10 on the 25. Colin Payne in the gun, fakes the handoff, looking downfield, fires it over the middle, hits Joey Schlaffer at the 50. Takes it down to the 46. It'll be a first down Exeter. And a flag comes in late. Waiting to see what happens. And they're going to call a hold against Exeter. So a nice game there. Negated by a holding call. It's going to give Exeter a first and 20. Put the ball back on the 25-yard line now. Down to the 15 it should go. A 29-yard pass play negated by the holding call. It'll make it first and 20. And take it back. They moved it inside the 20-yard line, inside the, the 15. That ball's all the way back to the 12-yard line. The penalty must have been in the backfield yeah. in order to move it back that far. I think they called it on Eric Nangle. It looked like he threw his arms up in the air afterwards. So Colin Payne hands the ball off to Nangle, who's trying to run left, and there is nothing there. The right side of that Mustangs defense just is not allowing anything, and quite, quite surprisingly, Exeter's still running to the well the last probably four or five times, and it hasn't been there. Yeah, I mean, again, you know, they, they've had some good plays here to start this drive, but, you know, it's now second and 24 yards. Um, maybe we throw a screen or something like that. Uh, update again, good score for Berks County here, 4A, Hamburg 31, Bermudian Springs 21. Daniel Boone and Waynesboro are tied at 20 to 20 in the fourth quarter. Colin Payne in the gun, he drops straight back with the ball. It's a screen over the middle to Ty Yoakum. He's running right to left, he's got the sideline, he's still on his feet! He's got the 40 and he's pushed out of bounds. Chris Lesher had the angle and caught up to him. But Ty Yoakum took the soft screen over the middle, gets to the near side near sideline, and at that point takes it all the way into Mustangs territory, and they'll mark him at the 31-yard line. I caution myself in saying this, but if you remember Larry Zonka back in the 70s for the Miami Dolphins, Ty Yoakum ran that guy over on about the 40-yard line and gained another 40 yards. So um, great job there with the extra fullback catching and running. John Riggins, Larry Zonk, whatever you want to say, but old school fullback running right there. 59 yards on the scamper. Now Eric Nangle has it. He's picking his way through on the left-hand side, ultimately brought down inside the 20 to the 19, and that's a first down for Exeter. 12 yards on the carry for Eric Nangle. And again, the clock keeps running now as so we're going to be under 7.30 when this ball is snapped here on first down. First and 10 Exeter on the 19-yard line. Colin Payne now under center. Yoakum and Nangle behind him. Gives it to Yoakum running off the left side. He... I'd love to know how many yards after contact he has. He got hit probably at a, inside of the, or I should say on the other side of the 15, drove it down to the 13. He's a little slow going back to the huddle right now, so hopefully it's just he's winded. Game of seven on the play, second down and three. 
The ball marked on the 13. It's a seven yard run for Ty Yoakum. Colin Payne under center, fumbles the snap, ultimately dives back on it to retain possession. So they lose a couple yards on the play. The ball will be marked on the 15. It'll be third and five. And a final from Nanakoke, PA. 21 for Nanakoke, 14 for Schuylkill Valley. Uh, that is an Eastern Conference final score. 21-14, Nanakoke over Schuylkill Valley. The clock winding down to six minutes to go here in the fourth. Exeter taking their time out of the huddle, winding down to 10 on the play clock. Colin Payne in the gun, fakes the handoff, looking over the middle for Joey Schlaufer, but throws it over his head, incomplete. That'll be fourth and five. It'll be interesting to see what they do. They're bringing on Mike Moser. I'm not sure what a field goal does for you at this point here. I got, I'm a nine point game, puts me at 12. I, I go for this. I, I fake this kicker, I take a timeout here. I'm not sure what, what 12 points does for me at this point. A 32 yard attempt for Mike Moser. Yeah, I, I'm not sure Exeter wants to kick a field goal here. The last kick would not have made it from this distance. Um, they have not protected very well in their special teams on the field goal. I, I think you've got to go for it here. Again, whether you, you, you say, hey, we're going to get a one-on-one -on -one matchup somewhere, take our shot with it, but who knows. 5.54 to go here in the fourth. It's Exeter 23, Southwestern 14. We'll be back after this message. You're listening to the Exeter Sports Network. The arena's been shut. The ice has been melted. The stands have been empty. empty. But a new day has dawned. The lights are back on. The ice is frozen. The boys are back. It's time to get back to hockey. Your Running Royals and the ECHL are back at Santander Arena. The 2021-22 season starts on October 22nd. Get your tickets now. We'll sell you the whole seat, but you'll only need the edge. We come back from break. Carson, excuse me, Colin Payne in the gun. He drops back. He looks left. He hits Carson Schmidt on the left side. He reaches for the end zone. Touchdown, Exeter. Uh, nice job there on fourth down, like we said. Didn't think they wanted to kick there. Carson Schmidt beat his man to the inside. Colin Payne threw a nice play. Carson Schmidt got tackled right around the four-yard line, kept going, dove it into the end zone, and that is a huge score for the Eagles with 5.47 left to go here in the ball game. Exeter originally had trotted Mike Moser out there to attempt the 32-yard field goal, thought differently of it after the timeout, and ultimately now they're going for two. Colin Payne in the gun, drops straight back. He's looking, nothing there. He runs right up the middle, and he's in for the two-point conversion. He got tackled on top of the defender, and the defender rolled him into the end zone. So that makes it 31-14 with 5.47 to go here in the ball game. An absolutely huge drive for Exeter there. 
a 10-play drive starting deep in their own territory, if you remember, off of the the Eagle possession off the missed field goal at the three-yard line. So 97 yards on the drive. And Exeter comes up with the 15, let me see here, the 12-yard touchdown pass to Carson Schmidt. Like you said, great job of answering there, uh, taking the ball down, 97 yards, 10 plays, and uh, pretty much as, you know, giving themselves a great opportunity here to finish this game on top. Southwestern got to return the ball here. Uh, again, we got to cover well, but they're going to have to air it out here the rest of the way. That was a 22-yard touchdown pass to Carson Schmidt. Get that yardage right. Mike Moser has it on the tee. Waiting for the referee, he's got the signal. And he kicks it off, it's a squib, stays on the left side. It's picked up by Bull, he gets the 30, he's at the 40. Jacob Wolf in there on the tackle, along with Gavin Reiking. And Southwestern will take over and they'll mark the ball on the 43 yard line where they'll have it first and 10. Yeah, again, another squib kick there as we turned out beyond the 40-yard line. Defense now have to defend half the field again. Um, you, know, you just got to take your chance with your turn, your, your kicker team and kick the ball deep. 5.40 to go here in the fourth. Long drives have eaten up a lot of the clock. We'll see what the Mustangs do here. Bivens is in the gun. Three receivers left, two to the right. Here's the snap. He drops, he's looking left right away, fires left. He hits his receiver, Chris Lesher on the left side. A quick pop type pass. Only picks up two yards though. It'll take it to the 45, it'll make it second and eight. Yeah, nice job there by the secondary. Uh, coming from the cornerback position, making that tackle and keeping to a minimal gain. If I'm Exeter, I stay too high here the rest of the way, two safeties deep two corners on the outside. I do not go one high here, which we got beaten the last time because we didn't adjust the coverage. Second and eight from the 45, Bivens in the gun. He takes the snap, he's dropping back, he's looking, he fires it deep. He is wide open, but it's too far. Trying to hit Damon Ogden on the far left sideline, but it's too far, incomplete. It'll be third and eight. Joven Hollis is playing the other safety position there. He's got to work himself out up over top of that three-man side they had over there. Uh, Andrew Miller was all by himself with the three receivers running deep on him. That's right. When, when I looked over at the ball, I'm thinking, okay, one eagle defender, two receivers, never a good sign. Yeah, Exeter's playing a two-high shell right now with two safeties deep, one of them being Hollis, the other being Boyer. But, but Joven Hollis has to get over top of that half of the field. He's got a half field here. The Mustangs are on the ball, Bivens in the gun. He's got Reed aside of him, two receivers right and left. He's rolling right, looking downfield. Fires, he, it is complete. They hit Ethan Mills. Looking to see where they, they're gonna mark him a couple yards shy of a first down. So give him a six yard catch but it's fourth and two, another huge play. Now they like they like to hit number five here 
on a little whip route where he's going to come in and work out. Let's see if they run it here with five. If five's in the slot, that's what they'd like to do on fourth down. Which at this point, I'd give him the fourth down catch short. Don't get beat over the Keep top. Keep everything here. in front. That's you, exactly you right. You got it. This got to be a timeout here. The play clock now at five. The Mustangs just break. We're at four minutes here in the fourth. Bivens in the gun, gets the snap. He's going to run himself, and there's nothing there. He's taken down at the 50, and the Mustangs will turn it over on downs. Big Anthony Cachese from his defensive end position comes in and makes the play, and that's going to stop this drive. Give the Eagles the ball back here with just under four minutes to go, but there is an injured player for Southwestern on the field. There is a player down on the field. It looks like, well, I would say it's number 54. It's Rion France. So while they tend to them, that'll give us time for a quick break. 3.57 to go here in the fourth. It's 31-14 Exeter. We'll be back after this commercial break. You're listening to the Exeter Sports Network. In-home oxygen and medical equipment are Berks County's foremost sleep apnea equipment specialists. We have a full line of CPAP and BiPAP supplies, including the area's largest variety of machine masks and cushions. Respiratory specialists are on staff to assure proper fitting and explanation of sleep apnea devices. We accept the most insurance companies of any provider in the area. In-home oxygen at 103 Lancaster Avenue in Reading. Call 610-929-2004. In-home oxygen. We are back at Exeter, and Rion France is up under his own power, limping off. We wish him the best. Okay, Ryan France, spelled a little differently, so. But I've been doing that, you know, the, the, the innocent butchering of a last name for years now, so. That was his first name, by the way. We might as well. Yes, I know that was his first name. I think it's the butchering of the last name. Oh, no. No, I think the last name I could have gotten right. So Exeter back on the field, 3.57 to go in the fourth. He's under center. He's got Yoakum and Nangle behind him. Schlaffer to the left. Nangle has it running left. There's a lot of running room. He's at the 30. He's at the 20. He gets taken down inside the 15. He was out of bounds. The ball comes loose, but it is going to be Exeter football. But Nangle ran off the left side, had a lot of running room, great job on the offensive line with the blocking, and he takes the ball all the way into Mustangs territory, and it's marked at the 15-yard line. Yeah, nice playoff tackle, made, made a cut in the hole there, jumped outside to the left, and raced down the sidelines. Uh, two more update scores here, one from Eastern Conference down in Boyertown, Fleetwood 42, Boyertown 21, that's with about six minutes to go, and in 4A, District 3 playoffs. Conrad Weiser, 35 now. Big Springs, 42. So a 40-yard run. Here's Nangle off the left side again. He ducks his way inside. He gets inside the five. 
They're going to mark him at the two-yard line, but another 13 yards for Eric Nangle. I'm sure Eric was told to stay inbounds, and he tried to stay inbounds the best he could, but he was so close to the sideline, and his momentum when he got hit, he went out of bounds. You can see him looking to the sideline saying, I, I didn't want to go out of bounds there. He understands the situation. First and 10, ball on the two-yard line. Ty Yoakum time period here. It is Ty Yoakum time. 3.15 to go here in the fourth. Ty Yoakum is the first one. It's a fumble, though, but Ty Yoakum's able to pounce on it. Yeah. So Exeter retains the ball. Colin Payne, the quarterback, just fumbled the snap coming out of center. It was going to be the dive to Yoakum. I can't imagine we won't see anything different on this play, only no fumble this time in the exchange. Clock continues to run. We're now under three minutes to go. Exeter taking their time at this point. Colin Payne under center. Ty Yoakum, Eric Nangle behind him. Yoakum gets the ball running off the right side. He's through the line and into the end zone. Touchdown, Exeter. Can't say we didn't see that one coming, but we saw that one coming. Once or twice before, yeah. Maybe. So. But a good job there by the Eagles. You know, they closed out this game here with, with 2.30 to go, 2.37 to go in the game. Um, I, I, you know, they're, they're going to move on to the next round. And, and the thing about playoffs time is this. doesn't matter how ugly the win is, just win in the playoffs. You know, it, it, two teams are going to come into the game. One team's going home for the season. The other moves on. Mike Moser puts the ball through the uprights, and with 2.37 to go here in the fourth, it's Exeter 38, Southwestern 14. We'll be back after this message. You're listening to the Exeter Sports Network. Wake up and text. Text and eat. Mm -mm. Text and meet up with a friend you haven't seen in forever. Hi. Oh, hey. Text and complain that they're on their phone the whole time. <sighs> Text and listen to them complain that you're on your phone the whole time. Uh. Text and whatever. But when you get behind the wheel, give your phone to a passenger. Put it in the glove box. Just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. Back at Exeter. Mike Moser has the ball on the tee and Exeter is huddling up. They break the huddle. Waiting for the referee's signal, we have it. And Mike Moser has his foot into it, kicks it to the left-hand side. It goes to Chris Lesher, who actually catches it while he's on the turf, so he's down at the 16-yard line. And that's where Southwestern will take over first and 10. You know, we talked about earlier in the game when, when um, Eric Lash got hurt. Uh, Eric's the first guy down covering a kickoff there, so we know he's better. He's back working in the game. So Ky I'm sorry, Kyle Lash. Uh, so Kyle Lash is fine. Good to go. That's great to see. Another score update for you. Boyertown Bears 28, Fleetwood Tigers 42. So the Mustangs have the ball. Bivens in the gun, gets the snap, drops straight back. He's looking left. Now he looks right, fires it right, hits his receiver, Ethan Mills, 
who gets taken out at the 25-yard line. It'll be a gain of nine. Call it second and one. Yeah, the good thing there is he tried to make the tackle, uh, break the tackle. He got pushed out of bounds going backwards, so the clock's still running. He was down inbounds. Second and one on the 25. Winding down to two minutes to go here in the fourth. Bivens again in the gun. Trips right, single receiver left. Single setback. There's the snap. The handoff goes to the fullback, Reed. He gets across the 25, let's say to the 26-yard line. It'll be a first down, but that clock continues to run. Clock still running. The Mustangs moving players back and forth out of the huddle. They finally break. Bivens is in the gun. They have trips left, two receivers to the right. Here's the snap. He's looking left all the way. Quick fire to the left. It's complete. Trying to get some additional yardage. It's Josh Wazowitz who makes the grab on the left side, gets about nine yards. Call it second and one. Tackle made by Kevin Mato's Cruz. Yeah, Southwestern takes a timeout here, just trying to stop the clock. Timeout, Southwestern. One fourteen to go. We'll be back with the rest of the fourth quarter after this break. You're listening to the Exeter Sports Network. Penn State Health St. Joseph is here for all your health and wellness needs. We have all the components to get you back to the health you need. Our primary care physicians and specialists see you soon. Our urgent care centers see you quickly. Our emergency room sees you now, and our on-demand app sees you anytime. Whether it's our primary care, urgent care, emergency care, or on-demand care, Penn State Health St. Joseph delivers the best care anywhere. Visit us on the web at thefutureofhealthcare.org. We're back at Exeter. You know, I, I know the score is 38-14, but for over half this game, this was a much closer game as far as the action on the field than what the scoreboard represented. The Mustangs have the ball, second and one. Bivens in the gun. Two receivers right, two left. There's the snap. He drops straight back. Going deep. It is incomplete. Had to take a look for a second there. Trying to hit Ethan Mills deep on the left-hand side but it is incomplete. Yeah, I, I'm not sure how a receiver got deep behind our coverage in a too high shell. You, you kind of just let everything come in front of you right now and just tackle it in bounds. Yeah, the fact that he had an opportunity to catch that is a little surprising, but and needless to say, it was incomplete. And behind our coverage, too. He was, he was behind the coverage. Now, I, I don't know if that's because now they took the corner out and <laughs> put another corner in, but... Again, stay deep, man. Bivens in the gun. Here's the snap. He drops straight back looking. He decides to run with it on the left-hand side. He gets past the first line of defense, still on his feet inside of Exeter territory. Let's see where they mark him out at, but a considerable gain there. They're going to mark him on the 40. That's going to be a 25-yard run for Bivens. 
And again, he is dangerous when he gets on the edge. He, he runs well. He's, he's a quick, physical running back uh, when he breaks out of the pocket from the quarterback and converts into the running back. But a little too little, a little too late at this point. Under a minute to go here in the fourth. Producer Jerry funneling scores to Mr. Mike at a blazing speed. So Bivens throws to the right, hits his receiver. That's Cole Warner. They get the ball to the 32-yard line, and that'll be first and 10. So Southwestern takes a timeout. Give us some updates here. Uh, a little bit of a statement game right now for Wilson. Wilson 50, York High, William Penn 26. Uh, Big Springs 49, Conrad Weiser 35. So Weiser stays in the game, but Big Spring pulls away by a little bit more each time we get a score from Jerry Geloff. So consider that an eight yard gain while these guys are doing a Jerry Lewis type dance around me. I'm not sure what's going on. Southwestern over the ball, Bivens again in the gun. Two receivers right, two left, single setback. There's the snap, he drops straight back, he's looking. Firing it deep. It's actually caught for the touchdown by Chris Lesher. It looked like the Exeter Eagle defender was just waiting for the ball to come down to them. They had great position, but Lesher jumped up, met the ball at the apex, took it away from him, and was right at the end zone, and now a flag comes out. Well, we've got taunting after the play. I'm not sure who it's going to be on. I think we might get a penalty here on Joven Hollis for saying something after the play. But like you said, again, how do we get beat deep over the top there with 33 seconds left? And now we're going to get a personal foul on top of it, possibly. Which you'd think that they would enforce on the Unless they're off. offsetting. Let's see if they're offsetting. So it's offsetting. Okay. And they are. So it was the receiver and, and one of our players, and the receiver who, who caught the ball. But, you know, you're down by what? I can't read the scoreboard from here. 38-20. 38-20. Thank you. I can't see through the wall. You're welcome. <laughs> Here's the extra point from the Mustangs. It is up, and it is good. So we've got 39 seconds to go here in the fourth. It's Exeter 38, Southwestern 21. We've got time for a quick break. You're listening to the Exeter Sports Network. Inhome Oxygen has all the products you need to reduce strain, improve ligament stability, and protect healing tissue. We will work with your orthopedic specialist to treat chronic pain, overuse injuries, sprains, strains, and arthritis. We also offer solutions for injury prevention, pre- and post-surgery treatment, and rehabilitation from the leading manufacturers in the field. No matter the brace you need, Inhome Oxygen offers low and high-impact bracing solutions for everyday activities and sports. Our fit specialists can help you get back to your favorite activities today and experience a better quality of life. That's in home oxygen and medical equipment on the web at inhomeoxygen.net. We are back for the final 39 seconds of tonight's football game. 
Hands unit on the field for the Eagles. They'll have 10 guys within five yards of the ball here. The ball's on the tee. Josh Wazowitz ready to kick it away for Southwestern. He's got the official. It's an onside kick. It bounces up. And with what I can tell, the Exeter front lineman corralled it, brought it in, took it to the ground, yep. and Exeter will have the ball. J.R. Strauss recovered it, and, and Exeter will take a knee here. One play, and this game should be over. So we'll get a victory formation here for the Eagles, and they will move on to round two of the District 3 5A playoffs. Exeter comes off the sideline, ready to take that victory formation, as Mike mentioned. Running off the last 37 seconds, so it might take two plays. There's the knee. They'll reset it to 40, and that's going to do it. So your final tonight at Don Thomas Stadium in Rifton, Pennsylvania, your Exeter Eagles. 38, the Southwestern Mustangs 20, 21. We'll be back with post-game comments after this break. You're listening to the Exeter Sports Network. looking to buy or sell a house, you need to contact Joe Wynn at CB Realty One. With nearly 20 years in real estate sales, Joe and CB Realty One are first-time buyer specialists, offer discounts that others don't, and are the most reliable realtors serving Berks, Montgomery, Bucks, and Philadelphia counties. You can win with Win by calling 267-421-3504. That's Joe Win at CB Realty One, 267-421-3504. Penn State Health St. Joseph is here for all your health and wellness needs. We have all the components to get you back to the health you need. Our primary care physicians and specialists see you soon. Our urgent care centers see you quickly. Our emergency room sees you now, and our on-demand app sees you anytime. Whether it's our primary care, urgent care, emergency care, or on-demand care, Penn State Health St. Joseph delivers the best care anywhere. Visit us on the web at thefutureofhealthcare.org. We are back at Exeter. And Mike, talk about, I don't want to say a tale of two halves, but Exeter looked really good coming out of the gate. We thought it would be a blowout at 20 to nothing at one point. They get a touchdown, bringing them back to 20 to seven. The momentum shifts a little bit there in that third quarter and then Exeter is able to close it out with our final 38-21. You know, we, we watched the game for about two and a half quarters, three quarters, and thought, wow, it's, it's 20 to 14. How is this possible? This game hasn't been that close as far as scoring opportunities for, for the two teams. But, you know, Southwestern kept it close. They kept the momentum from the, I'll say, the four-minute mark, the three-minute mark, the second quarter, and ran that through pretty much for the next two quarters. Um, they got into the late, the third quarter here. Uh, Exeter did a nice job. And then, um, you know, they, they closed it out here, so. Well, friends, that's a wrap. Thanks for listening to tonight's broadcast. We hope you enjoyed the game. 
Join us next week as Exeter goes on the road to face Mannheim Central. Tonight's final, Exeter 38, Southwestern 21 for my partner Mike Boyer. Producer Jerry Gelliff. I'm Darren Ziner. Thank you for listening to this presentation of Jerry Gelliff Media. Have a great evening. Thank you for joining us for tonight's game on the Exeter Sports Network. The game has been brought to you by Penn State Health St. Joseph on the web at thefutureofhealthcare.org, in-home oxygen and medical equipment at inhomeoxygen.net, and CB Realty One. This has been a presentation of Jerry Gallup Media. Good night.